listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Somebody told me that this planet was small. We used to live in the same building on the same floor and never met before until I'm overseas on tour. And Peep is Ethiopian queen from Philly, taking classes abroad. She's studying film and flash photo focus record. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tip podcast. The host Rod and Karen. That's right. We're in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. My days are discombobulated because uh, we did balls deep today uh me and justin you know normally that's like a later in the week thing right but uh it's almost turkey day so we had to you know we had to come with it early um and speaking of coming with it early uh you should be familiar with the voice you just heard uh mm-hmm. doing the lyrics to the show to start the show but it's our girl leslie mack from the interracial john podcast what's going on leslie what's up what's up so happy to be here thanks for having me y'all was on one i mean how long was balls deep sports this morning it was long yeah yeah it was um shit uh i mean we did about four hours you know he gets here at 10 we normally finish at two mm-hmm. but it's kind of two shows in one because the first like hour and some change is us talking about insecure and atlanta and loving hip-hop oh, yes. and all the all the all the take you know happenings of the day and then we talk about sports uh which is you know the k-pop dance party that was good too. oh man i played them some k-pop because oh, k-pop is flames yeah we went to um to seoul food uh yes. seoul like seoul korea it's a local restaurant and we go there sometimes and uh they play k-pop videos and i don't know what it was saturday but they played the gangster k-pop i yeah. was like what was this shit the I'm, whole time I'm, I'm, and i'm talking about uh little kids in the background the, the dude was cussing at everything they it definitely said nigga on. they definitely said nigga they said fuck. uh and then if they didn't say nigga they definitely said ninja it was one of the two <laughs> but it was close enough that it got my attention um but they were them beats were going hard too yeah it was but it was it was so funky i didn't even get offended it was mm-hmm. just more it was more like uh when a when somebody does a trick and you just impressed where you just like mm, that, didn't think you could do that mm. all right but uh yeah we we had a good time man this morning um so um now of course uh speaking of a good time uh the interracial john man you guys uh went out of out of the country as soon as trump won I, i'm surprised you came back me too stuff to come back i mean there was definitely a lot of like you know maybe we should just let it roll and stay away for a while <laughs> yeah i thought y'all were um i thought it was part of y'all secret plan to escape america i know and that y'all just had the information a long time ago and was just like just in case let's go ahead and be in another country when it pops yeah, off get our passports ready yeah we don't yeah. have to come back if we don't want to yeah because a lot of people what people fail to realize with passports a lot of people's uh 10 years is getting ready to come up so they said they're getting ready to be a mass renewal of passports and so if you're applying for one it's gonna be a long time before you get that shit so you know they went it was like you know we don't go ahead and renew our shit and go ahead and leave the country mm-hmm. yeah i mean we had to renew ours for this trip because we had it's been about 10 years for us too so we did it earlier, um, and we were down in Jamaica for our 15th anniversary celebration, which is what we're... What Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, our anniversary is the same, but we were like, oh, this will be great. It'll be like a couple of days after the election, and we can just say deuces no matter what happens. And it was um, incredible to be able to do that, I have to be honest, just to not be here <laughs> for the initial crush of white guilt and irritancy at the same time so it yeah was nice. i think um the Chappelle uh the skit on saturday night live kind of captured at least how i felt about it where 
i'm i don't know that there's much this country can do to truly shock me as a black person as far as in the negative way like right. in the positive like i get shocked when positive shit happens i, I was shocked obama one like yeah. i was just like huh they let that happen especially 2012 like 2008 felt like white people had euphoria 2012 was the one i was like yeah so i mean come on we had our four years of a nigga that's cool uh that was more than i expected in 2012 you went i was like that okay that's that's different you know um but yeah we backed it back to life back to reality So true. And, you know, Marissa, um, Marissa of the Way was with me on the, with us on the trip. We had about 16 people total that were there. My sisters, my mom, um, Marissa was there. Obviously, Drew, you know, he had to be there. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, a bunch of our friends, Drew's brother and, um, another amazing organizer, um, Lena from Minneapolis and Chonilla, both Clove and Shirley were there too. So Aww. it was a little like family reunion and uh. like half the people there I met online in one way, shape or form. So it was amazing to, to have everybody there. And we spent a whole week. We had the best time. It was great. I'm not even gonna lie. I was jealous when she left. I was like, I almost said, can we go with you? I mean, we should have made plans on leaving town too. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah, it was dope seeing y'all, you know, have your, have fun know, over there and just relax. Cause it feels like, you know, yeah. online so much of, uh, the experience that we have is watching each other be like, man, these motherfuckers today, did you see right. them? You know, so it was cool to be able to be like, oh look they just on the beach or hanging out at the pool or having drinks like cool we can do other shit other than you know blank on motherfuckers every day yeah and uh, it's relaxing because i'm not even gonna lie when we went to miami like i see how white people can just fade in and out and act like shit don't happen i mean because i was like how y'all doing here's a picture of my feet here's a picture of the beach i'm drinking mimosas and then i was gone right <laughs> but uh are is important although i'm back and like like bouncing off the walls so these hoes better watch out <laughs> <laughs> well it's not like there's any shortage of shit to talk about because uh shit keeps happening and uh with, ske- with with trump now it's like everything's a scandal of the day of the hour like there's just so mm-hmm. many um and white people let that happen to america so mm-hmm. it's, it's <laughs> all blame they fall blame white people 2016 get your people and uh before we move on Leslie, me and my mother-in-law, I went to get my hair done Friday, and me and my mother-in-law was talking and stuff, and uh, she had uh, bought you up, and she bought Chonilla up, because y'all saying y'all were together, and she was like, she was like, uh, these are two, like, mixed couples that I could tell that they really get each other, and that I could tell that, you know, they understand each other's, you know, uh, backgrounds and things like that, and I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, those are two couples that you, it will be shocked if, you know, one day we find out that uh, Leslie ain't woke and uh, neither is your husband. <laughs> it's funny, too, because Drew and Clove are very much alike. And so Charlie and I just had many laughs on the trip just with the two of them acting their white ass selves. It was pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah that was dope man i was like i said it was cool to see people just kicking it for a while especially you know people that it just seemed like there's always something to do yes. uh, or something going wrong oh, so right. just just to see people taking some time to be like cool let me refresh myself yeah particularly in the field that uh you're in a lot of people have a tendency to forget people that are on the front line i consider you one of the people that are quote unquote on the front line 
um they need a break and for some reason people act like you're supposed to just go 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 until you drop dead like you're not supposed to take a break you're not supposed to take a vacation you're never supposed to be off you're not even really supposed to watch tv or go anywhere you're supposed to wake up sleep eat shit piss everything no nobody can function like that nobody can well it's supposed to be thankless you know like that's the way people view it like if you represent for blackness in any way then you should be penniless and uh homeless and no luxuries in life should ever come your way and uh you should be just completely exhausted and drained until you used up and that's it you know like and anything else is you're gonna get discredited you know it's like oh you got a car so you don't walk everywhere okay see i knew you was fake i knew you was fake and it's it's so when you see that cycle over and over and over um you know it's frustrating or whatever and i think also people feel guilty like even as you do stuff for your people um or for whatever cause you know you're dedicated to part of you does feel like that shit can get in your head you know the same way like being unemployed can get in your head where it's like you shouldn't be ashamed of this but it's like oh man i'm in my house in the air conditioning and there's some people out there on the street sleeping oh oh i'm I'm a a bad person i'm a bad activist i'm a bad whatever and i think that shit all adds up but like i said oh go ahead this trip was definitely a little bit like that i mean the places the place we stayed we rented some private homes and everything it was very opulent you know the height of capitalism and all of that i mean drew and i you know it was a big occasion for us so we were doing doing it a little bigger than we normally do because of all of those things and so it was really enjoyable but it was hard for all of us not to have consistent conversations about capitalism and how we felt about you know uh, taking part in the system in these moments even though it was about joy for us it still it never leaves you so that's definitely definitely there yeah it's you know so like i said it was it was refreshing to us as well um but uh yeah it's it's you know i'm glad you're back glad to be looking forward to some more um podcasts coming out soon uh i've been binging some of y'all's old stuff uh you know just uh in the meantime but uh it's cool to uh cool to see you back man you ready to um you know get into the swing of things do it all right first of all this is the blackout tips podcast you should have known that i don't know what y'all been listening to all this time but okay uh let's say you didn't know this is the blackout tips podcast you find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews if they're nice we'll read them on the air if they're not we will pretend that they never happen nope. you can also do stuff like leave us nice voicemails at 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 make sure that three minutes or less and don't be crazy okay because we don't play those no. uh you can also do things like uh go to our website theblackouttips.com and vote in the polls uh become a premium subscriber at theblackouttips.com slash premium uh just there's just a ton of stuff you can do guys um the official weapon of the show is a taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball ball extreme boom and today we are sponsored guys we're brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps that's right go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt today and get your first month free at getbevel.com that's dot com slash tbgwt um and it's almost christmas so like get your shit now uh and then give it to somebody at christmas man it makes a great 
like gift and it comes in a sleek box that you can I already just, look gift wrapped yeah you can just like yeah, that's how I got sit under uncle. the tree i was like here you go i was like i need to wrap it oh shit no i don't here you go <laughs> right <laughs> you just hand it to them they think you gift wrapped it yes. it's just a nice looking box man um all right so we have all kinds of news to get into um things as you can imagine have continued to happen in the last 24 hours and we will be here to continue to cover them um so it's looking like kanye west has canceled the uh rest of his tour why um i don't know uh they didn't really say uh, he refunded his fans in sacramento who where he only performed for i think 10 minutes he did two songs he did a rant and then he left the stage abruptly yeah yeah Um, them people yeah i i want my money back too because i i didn't come for that yeah (laughs) and and it was late too right yeah he was an hour and a half late um so i mean i'm assuming other people get their money back if he decides not to do the rest of this tour um you know which is a you know pretty i don't know man like i guess i'm with two minds about it right because on the one hand i saw a lot of people um trying to guess what his mental health state was and saying all these things about you know like oh he's this this is a manic episode this is that you know i know he's rapped about being on certain like lipopro and stuff like this like um the thing for me is well if that's true and he needs a break whether it's for mental health reasons or whatever then what's the point of roasting him at this point like at this point that's doing what everybody said you should be he should do so what way so why so why why would people be mad you know i saw people being like motherfucker i can't believe you at kanye west today and i'm like but yesterday you were saying he's got mental health issues and needs to take a break or you know go go somewhere and get therapy or something and now today it's like fuck you 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 taking a break so i i don't know what the what what's supposed to happen and people who will not be affected because i can't tell you a lot of people complaining what didn't buy tickets had no intentions on going to the show you're just talking like i said kanye is one of those polarizing people anytime his name is brought up you got two camps you got the the fuck him all day every day because he related to kim kardashian because of that connection fuck her her family too and you have a lot of people that are flat stands but most people stand in the middle like me, me and you. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Is the album Flames? That's all I'm here for. Like, for me personally. The other stuff is irrelevant to me. Um, but like you say, anytime you bring his name up, he's so polarizing. Those two camps just fight, just unnecessarily fight each other, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I do feel somewhat bad for people that bought tickets and they're not going to get the show that they want. I mean, you know, right. that that I'm not going to act like that wouldn't suck if I had tickets and, you know, it was like, well, I'm not coming to your town. But i mean in end of the day um you know health comes first your family mm-hmm. comes first mm-hmm. um and for whatever reason he's taking a break i mean whatever the fuck was going on was getting more and more wild every episode like every people i was starting to be like so what's the rant like not not i was the concert but like so what are you gonna do today which which isn't really a good place to be i think for an artist that's no. making music right I think for me, like the thing about Kanye is this, like he already told us all this shit was going to happen. It all falls down. So I don't know why any of us are acting like we're surprised. (laughs) That's the first. The second thing is I have, I I have noticed, like, I think I saw Rain of April talking about this, about how his mom passed away November 20th. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling like, it seems like he has like leading up to that a lot. You'll see him have these kind of like episodes where 
um, you know, he's just acting more out of character than he normally does. And I just think we're already like, let's say you're a regular ass person, right? And you're not Kanye West, you know, you're being dramatic looks a certain way, right? But if you're Kanye, when you are, when you're acting out, it's going to look so much huger because your regular day to day, like life is already like all of us on 50. So right. I, those things are, are, are the things I think about. And the last thing I think about is like that mental illness is not an excuse for poor behavior. You know, plenty right. of people have mental illnesses and they're able to make their way in the world, not fuck people up and not say shit about people and not be an asshole. So I think all of those things put together is like, I hope he gets the help he needs. I also hope he makes a good album. So I'll yeah. say that. I mean, that's the thing. If like, I'm not saying it is mental health related. I don't know. That's just so many people seem to be speculating that he was having mental health issues but then those same people when he was like i'm taking a break were like nah fuck that see this is what's wrong with him i'm like but you can't have both like it's either take care of his shit like you said or it's keep making this music and acting crazy like he was doing it's no two like it's not two ways about it like we saw what was happening it was one or the other so you know you do what you gotta do you know that that whole that dude's in the spotlight a lot and so is his family and shit i mean i don't know man that shit can just you know be a lot to deal with so um a lot it seems like kim's having problems bouncing back after the um the robbery and i Mm -hmm. can imagine that's a lot right also. that's a lot of stuff going on i think you know when people talk about the stresses of you know the main stresses you can have like moving getting a new job getting married having a baby i mean they just had a baby they've moved into a new house you just got robbed at gunpoint i mean these are stressful things for any family to deal with much less one that has this larger than life persona generally speaking so yeah hopefully it'll work out for him and them yeah i hope so man i mean long as them albums keep being hot i'm cool <laughs> you know i'm not even gonna pretend to be above it uh <laughs> so if the album hot i'm gonna be like oh he's a hot mess but this shit banging you heard that shit mm-hmm. dave Chappelle, speaking of artists that had to take a break he's back uh he's supposed to unleash three netflix comedy specials in 2017 just weeks after streaming service paid uh netflix paid chris rock 40 million for two shows netflix on it smart hey you know the big news to me is what happened to hbo did you have something no i'm saying the hbo comedy special used to be the thing like right it didn't get no bigger than oh you know so-and-so got an hbo comedy special coming like that used to be the height yeah you sit your ass down on a saturday because it was an event and now more and more stand-up is just gravitating not even to comedy central but to eight to uh netflix and uh that's a big ass power move netflix is pulling off on the low because chris rock dave Chappelle. i mean uh i know a new one that came out on there as well which was really good i might add cedric yeah cedric entertainer i heard was good um yeah they got a lot of people just coming through you know i watched david cross's uh new joint was great um it's you know it's it's just one of those things where you're like man this movers and shakers on the low but um Mm -hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see exactly what his thing is though because they say three netflix comedy specials i think people are assuming it's gonna be like stand-up specials um but we don't know you know um so we'll see man um i know he was really good on uh saturday night live he hadn't lost his fastball at all Mm -hmm. um and that's just a show we only have a couple weeks to prepare for 
who knows what he's gonna do under his own control and right. and you know with his own people and shit maybe get neil brennan back on there and put the team back together mm-hmm. I will say, did you find it all of a sudden like saturday night live they'd be keeping it close to the vest who's hosting nowadays like i remember in previous seasons you would get like a whole list of everybody that was going to be doing it it seems like now it's like two to three weeks they'll mm-hmm. be like now salon just coming on like oh shit when the fuck did that happen like <laughs> i don't know maybe it's just me but it just seems like they've been using the announcements as a little bit of like because even when they announced dave there was no fanfare nobody knew it beforehand it was like two weeks dave Chappelle. i was like oh okay yeah even with the um picture he took a picture with solange which means he was there the week you know she was there but he didn't actually get his until like two or three weeks later um and that's when they put that picture out and it's like oh so he's been there working on this and everyone's been keeping it hush hush so yeah that, i mean yeah they are playing it close to the vest that's new internet age i guess yeah, i think it's in my, maybe this is just me my president i think it's smart uh because the way the internet works and the way people expectations are fucking ridiculous nowadays if you announce shit too far in advance you're going to deal with people tearing it down so bad that by the time it gets there people are like well i don't want to watch the shit so mm-hmm. you know it's like hey we don't we're tired of that and let's say you get somebody that's quote-unquote controversial that means we got to arrive with people fucking protesting and all that shit for months in advance We'll just give you two weeks to protest if that's what you're going to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they really book a lot of controversial guests at this point. So I, don't, I just think it's I'm an element of surprise. Like if they have a movie star coming on and it turns out it gets really crappy ratings or, or yeah. you know, maybe. I don't know. It just seems like they're get or, or they're getting people and maybe Dave wasn't. Because they time it with the stuff. So this was time with his comedy announcement right I right guess. well that's funny though because uh he didn't really have a thing you right. know what i mean that's that was strange it was yeah like- normally it's uh oh i got a movie coming out or something uh this time he didn't even have a thing to promote really it was just i'm not retired anymore and i was like okay cool let's get make america funny again we're gonna need your ass for the next <laughs> four years we're gonna work you overtime right. brother and and i i am here for it but it's it's Dave Chappelle is one of the few people who could just show up and be like, I ain't got shit to do, but I'm going to make this funny. People go, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Mark Zuckerberg has uh, revealed a plan to uh, combat Facebook's fake news problem. Uh, in the wake of the election, it seems that uh, Facebook is finally accepting uh, that their role of being kind of a media source is legit. Right. You know, um, which i mean it's i understand why they would want to shirk this responsibility because let me just put it that way uh profit wise and responsibility wise you would probably rather be like we're just a social media platform if y'all motherfuckers are evil that's that's what y'all get you know i know that's easier than being like let's take this responsibility seriously um but how many times do you hear people say i saw this on facebook like they don't say i saw this on the daily news which had a link on a facebook page i saw it's just facebook like like it's tv or something a lot of people spend a lot a lot of people underestimate how much time people spend on facebook out of all of the platforms it is the largest one they got your grandma and your auntie who's 60 and 70 years old their ass is out there and they in droves younger people may have moved to other platforms 
but they out there and they ain't going nowhere they ain't trying these other sites they ain't going nowhere facebook probably got them got these people till they die so it's just one of those things where you have a built-in audience that's not going anywhere and for a lot of those people facebook is their form of news you know people on twitter like us we joke about how they get shit two to three weeks later which a lot of times they do but when it's over there it is big for that particular platform and you know how many people have seen news articles post and people argue people back and forth people you know fall out and fight and all this stuff over over post so it's very important to me um like you said they could just say fuck it but also I'm sorry, your platform has evolved from the college platform that it was initially supposed to be, a bunch of college kids, and you didn't think anything of it beyond that point. And, I mean, as liberal as Zach and his wife seem to be, I mean, Mark and his wife seem to be, um, it probably did fuck them up that a lot of what they do is responsible for Trump winning. You know, at least, at least, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I said, low key, Mark Zuckerberg voted for Trump. Let me tell you that right now. Oh, you think he voted? Okay, yeah, maybe he did. I mean, I don't know his uh, exact politics. I know he's uh, straight up Black Lives Matter and, you know, all that shit, but, you know, who knows? He's also a very rich white person. Um, But the thing. White people anymore. They're all suspect. Yeah, I mean. Uh, He had a pass before. They passed been revoked. So Zuckerberg. yeah i I mean my thing is that uh i never had much trust in general in in mass and whiteness um but you know if 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 i've seen the actions of somebody and they seem straight i'm just like okay so like you like as much as we're like 53 percent of y'all did this and this it's like okay well some of y'all some of y'all cool yeah i know y'all niggas y'all just ain't got no power um but (laughs) but I think friend Drew at the door nowadays. To be perfectly honest, you checking Drew? You, are you uh, <laughs> stopping frisking Drew? Like, hold up, man, before you come in. Yeah, yes, I'm not sure. I gotta really make sure. <laughs> Let me check for bugs. Um, <laughs> you might be the feds now. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody, yes. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think just I didn't feel the since I maybe because I didn't. I think because I wasn't shocked, I don't have the distrust. Although I have been making a lot of jokes uh, to white people I know about them voting for Trump. So, but but I just don't. It's like yeah, it's it's gotta suck because it's gotta be like um, how women view men, where it's just kind of like, of course you ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's how I was looking at people. Like you know, I was a surprise. I knew this outcome. I went to bed not even knowing because I knew that I knew it weeks ago. In fact, when Brexit happened, I told Drew. Mm. I said, "Oh, Trump's gonna win." I literally said to him, "He's like, no." Nah. I'm like, "No, for real." We've had this conversation. You know, I just mentioned we've been married 18, 15 years. We've been together eighteen years, and since we started dating, Drew would say shit to me like, "You know, what percentage of white people do you think are racist?" And I would be like, "Ninety nine point two percent." And he'd be like, no, some of, he started off being like, no, most of us are cool. And then he was like, you know what? Most of us are not cool. Um, most of us suck, but we're ignorant. And he was like, wait right. a minute, we're not ignorant. We're just fucking racist. And now like, this was like the final nail for him where he mm. woke up in the morning. Like, I don't know what to do. All the white people are horrible. And I was like, oh, <laughs> welcome to my reality. And so it's been interesting watching that. And actually that was the thing I was happiest about being away from mm. um, the country. That first wave of like ignorant ass white people trying to be like, I don't know how this happened. Mm. I don't know what, what to do. What, a, what, what, this isn't my country. Where the fuck have you been? Yes, it is. Yeah. One. 
Like for real, it really is. The none of this should shock any of you. And the fact that it is shocking to you is is a downright insult to those of us that literally have been screaming about this shit for decades. Like for real. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, also the thing that's funny is uh it was hard it was harder for me to imagine black people being shocked because if you talk about race or anything, you get so much pushback from all kinds of regular white people like mm-hmm. not even some old like it's the alt-right and it's this and it's that mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like a buddy you had from work and you're like whoa that's really racist of him to say that so i don't know i found it less shocking or whatever but um you know i i mean the people that have put in the work uh that are white people hopefully they just continue to put in whatever work they have and um because uh obviously um i'd rather them do that shit than not and it really shouldn't be our job mm. um but, but um, it's not my job right you know zuckerberg is one of those people that has i think put his foot in the in the in the um in the shit he put his foot in the shit but he hasn't really like put both feet in the shit you know right. like he's picked some things like i want to get rid of disease and shit shit that everyone should all agree on like yeah it would be cool if we didn't have disease um you know um but i think his the black lives matter thing was was a big thing um to tell his employees and be like hey do not fucking deface this wall or any with your bullshit um but he also um had been confronted by a lot of people because they were saying well these fake news sites um which because of the way facebook is curated now if you're kind of in uh you know on the democratic side the liberal side you probably don't see very many of these Mm -mm. um just because it really does curate like if your friend posts this they just don't put it on your wall like Mm -hmm. for a while they were doing they were experimenting with an algorithm that did put it on your wall so your racist friend posts some shit you see that first you log in and you see that and people complain because they're like what the fuck is this shit man like this isn't the experience i want to have when i want to see what my grandma uh ate and took a picture of like i want to i don't want to see this shit so they stopped doing it and instead did the exact opposite which is hey you probably won't like this so let's just keep it away from you um and in in doing so you also end up gravitating more and more towards and let's be honest republicans are the most likely people to be fooled by this shit mm-hmm. but um they you gravitate more and more towards that shit so you then you end up with these completely fake non-factual uh news articles and people were sharing them like they were the truth and i think they facebook feels a responsibility in it that they were really shirking this whole time like it can't be that bad if this is what people want to share how many people can it possibly be um it was millions though right when they started curating i remember the last year or maybe this year they started curating some of these articles being like hey we're gonna take down these articles and they got a pushback from conservatives saying you guys are picking sides and like like uh stifling my first amendment rights on your platform you know a free fucking platform this is their shit they can do what they want to you don't you're not you don't have to be here what is that like i we want to be as dumb as possible so please stop trying to make us not dumb (laughs) right like just it's so insane to think of that being something that you argue for yeah so um and i think also at the head of these companies as long as it's like white dudes right the idea of taking hate speech and taking 
uh fake news and all this shit off of their site is gonna always bother them because they're gonna feel like they're losing something rather than creating a space where people can um kind of flourish they're gonna feel like well now i'm people are losing the right to say fuck these niggers you know that's how they view that like they don't view it as well now this space is cool for everyone instead it's but these people are losing things and i mean if we're gonna let black people say these crackers is tripping why shouldn't we let these other people say racist things to them and that's kind of where you end up um because their sense of fairness is all skewed and all fucked up because you know for the most part these are rich white dudes uh rich straight white dudes who are even having these platforms um at any rate um he uh put a post on facebook and he said historically we have relied on our community to help us understand what is fake and what is not anyone on facebook can report any link as false and we use signals from those reported those reports along with a number of others like people sharing links to myth busting sites such as snopes to understand which stories we can confidently classify as misinformation similar to clickbait spam and scams we penalize this content in the news feed so it's much less likely to spread um what's interesting about that is i've seen this happen to things that aren't spam but they're just black right um like the root uh aisha uh had a a piece that was (laughs) it was something like don't let your president get your ass whooped like it was like it was, <laughs> it was like two two all white people don't let your president get your ass whooped and it was like a whole piece right they were blocking it they wouldn't let her post it like it was blocking the root that specific article it was deleting it you would um you know post the make the post it would delete it um uh, people were reporting it um as like violating the rules and shit um because there are very fragile white people that hear that shit and go they're they're this is the same as the kkk threatening violence you know Mm -mm. um so so they have all these triggers in there so like it doesn't matter whether the report is good or not good once a certain number of them come in it goes on lockdown without any actual assessment at all Mm -hmm. so what they're able to do is like swarm people and and get them banned which happened i'm not kidding you like so many black women and black men on Facebook that I know they have alternate um, accounts because they know that, you know, in a week or so, they're going to put up a post that white people aren't going to like and they're going to get banned for 24 hours, for 48 hours, for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's essentially become if enough people don't like it, that's the, the trigger. Right. As opposed to this site posted something false or this site posted something racist it's simply enough people didn't like this thing and that's enough to get you out so people can organize harassment of people now right and my problem is that when it comes to facebook a lot of it's fucking laziness it's goddamn laziness instead of having somebody and paying people to actually comb to actually read use logic use critical thinking skills they'll say well we'll let the masses do it the masses is fucking dumb okay? it's not it's not just lazy though they had a group that did this and they ended up firing them because of that thing i told you about where uh conservatives were attacking facebook and saying you guys are biased and you're stifling our right to free speech and so they were like well we're just gonna fire the team and we're just gonna use a computer algorithm and now we're here you know (laughs) like 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 i said white people feel like they're losing something when they lose the right to do this perfect example our facebook group right our facebook group Mm -hmm. whenever a dude says some real fuck like 
well that's why uh that's why that bitch needs to do so-and-so right and and the women in the group and and some of the men in the group will be like hey what the fuck are you saying that's fucked up da 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 they immediately like i know i was talking to a bunch of lesbians and, and idiots and shit like in the pc mom and you're like oh you think you're losing something because we want to make a space where people can come and enjoy themselves right. like you feel like but i my enjoyment is fucking with y'all talking bad about you that like it's yeah, that you know. mentality that is truly the enemy of like a facebook a twitter or whatever but they don't i don't think they see it that way but something about this election shook it up for zuckerberg and then to make them be like oh i guess that can have consequences of allowing people to just flourish with this fucking lie these lies oh shit and that's Mm -hmm. what happened when you just throw some keywords into a fucking computer the computer can't tell the difference and the computer just said it's 800 fuck it you out right not to mention it's an economy right i mean i got a fake news place i got ads on it you know (laughs) like like y'all are helping somebody get rich off of just trolling basically um there are ways that they're going to improve it according to them stronger detection the most important thing we can do is improve our ability to class, classify misinformation. This means better technical systems to detect, detect what people will flag as false before they do it themselves. Easy reporting, making it much easier to for people to report stories as fake will help us catch more misinformation faster. Third-party verification. There are many respected fact-checking organizations, and while we have reached out to some, we plan to learn from many more. Warnings. We're exploring labeling stories that have being flagged as false by third parties of our community and showing warnings when people read or share them related articles quality we are raising the bar for stories that appear in related articles under links and news feeds so yeah that's another thing you post a fake link you know uh president obama gives abortions at the white house and right underneath Ah! it are like is michelle obama a primate uh yes you know you uh, five of them yeah joe got joe biden spotted in gay club it's like oh it's ah! just all this shit is fake and then because this one was fake you just recommended a bunch of more fake shit right so it's just a big ass like rabbit hole of fakeness <laughs> that motherfuckers are just spreading around like it's all good you know um so yeah it's terrible um and lastly there's disrupting fake news economics a lot of misinformation is driven by financially motivated spam we're looking into disrupting the economics with ad policies like the one we announced earlier this week and better ad farm detection that one is actually the one that i like um because uh, a lot of people have these articles with very very salacious titles simply because most people are going to just hit share and i've seen that shit happen to people that um it's not even about being uh conservative or liberal any of that it's just oh this is such a wild article i'm not gonna click to see if it's true i'm just gonna share it right or it's something that they want to be true right so it'll be something that's like no matter which side you're on there would be i don't even like to say the sides but whichever your political leanings are if it's something that sounds really good for you then you'll be more inclined to share regardless of its yeah it'll even if it's just like uh stripper makes baby twerk on pole and you're like (laughs) that can't be true you're like why are y'all sharing this why didn't you click on that to to see that it was from fake news.com that's one of those across the board things everybody wants to be true so right (laughs) (laughs) right um let's see what else is happening um amc is considering charging more money for popular tentpole films um i'm gonna say one thing about amc Mm mm-hmm 
I can't be mad at them because they put those recliners in and didn't raise the price at all. So I kind of feel like I could see it on one hand because it didn't make no damn sense to me how a seat that was nasty and like cloth one week and the next week with the leather recliner was the same price to me. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with AMC. I guess it's not universal. Like some places their AMCs don't have that. Um, cause I saw an article where they were like, well, if they want me to pay for this, they better be like my other theater that's got reclining seats. I was like, uh, mine does. So I'll be going. I think most of them AMCs do. Wait a minute. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's not every AMC yet. Um, yeah, cause I know they started like on the West Coast and kind of made their way to the East Coast where they were slowly remodeling them. I don't know if all of them are remodeled yet cause you know, a lot of fucking I'm AMCs. assuming not because the person who wrote this article said, um, that they didn't want to spend more for a movie if, um, because their AMC isn't like, their other theater in their town that has reclining oh, seats. Okay, so. but I'm gonna tell you one thing. I love AMC. I particularly the assigned seats, and I am very particular about my assigned seats. Me, Roger, and Layla went to the movies, and and somebody was sitting in our assigned seats, and they looked up at us and wouldn't move. So you know, what we did. We go, we go. Got the man who got paid, and he made their asses move. Yep. I also like that rewards program. It's really good too. It's worth every dime. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I love their VIP rewards because I don't have to wait in line. Yeah, for popcorn, they be like VIP right here. I be like, yep. People, people be looking so salty. Yeah, people looking so mad when they be over there. Like, well, you better pay the twelve dollars a dollar a month then for to be able to jump everybody else in line to buy your popcorn so you won't be late. Yeah, I'm like, you as salty as my popcorn about to be, dog. <laughs> a racist incident using my vip rewards here in michigan of course because i got there you know drew's a dude he has to use the bathroom like 30 times before you go to the fucking movies i don't know what that's about dudes but whatever um <laughs> and so we got there and i was like i'll just go order our stuff whatever he goes to the bathroom I'm standing there at the front of the line to be next in the you know the vip line so i can mm-hmm. skip ahead of all the riffraff right and literally three of the people looked at me and gave me this like oh she can't be vip and like took the person from the regular line and i was literally like i can't i really i don't i'm just trying to see this movie i don't want to go off in this theater right now i'm really not trying to even do that so while i'm deciding how you know crunk i'm about to get drew rolls up and i kid you i shit you not as soon as he stepped to the line there was like next immediately wow um I was like, you better order. I'm going to go sit down. I need to breathe for a little bit because I really don't want to mess <laughs> up my movie. I'm just trying to get some R&R in here. Ugh. VIP checking. Ain't that some shit? Motherfucker. You think I don't got the $12 a year, dog? I, mean, I got that's it. All it is, $12. I got it. I, I feel like people just don't. Popcorn upgrade. I feel like, you know, we go to the movies a lot, but I feel like a lot of people just don't know how inexpensive it is. Like, it's better right, to do right, it they, one they time. was like, it ain't free. No, it ain't free, dog yeah no no not expensive how inexpensive it is i think if they knew it didn't cost that much they'd be like well let me just do that shit and never wait in this fucking long ass line again hoping that y'all speed up so i don't miss the previews oh no you get the upgrades for free i mean it definitely and you get money back as you spend money so right i mean it is six visits to even make the 12 dollars up if not more so so. Mm -hmm. uh but yeah oh go ahead I was just saying, I think there's like a day where you get discounted pricing too. Yeah, you get uh like free popcorn, you get uh discounted movie tickets, uh just a bunch of shit, man. Um but yeah, that, I think it's a uh it'll be an interesting experiment to see if people pay more for the big movies. Uh I also want to know what that means for the little movies 
like can i go see that shit cheaper now because um if so i might be okay with that like Mm -hmm. i was gonna see x-men anyway or whatever the fuck but uh you know if medea costs five dollars less let's do it you know right (laughs) or whatever you know if uh (laughs) whatever movie uh king the queen of cotway costs less then all right um now what's going on in your home state yes yeah this this douchebag won't concede what happened um pat mccrory he essentially lost um but he lost by less than five thousand votes so now he's um you know basically challenging every county's count of votes mm-hmm. um and basically lying saying that uh oh the the handwriting on some of these absentee ballots is very similar to the other ones just refusing to take the l it's probably gonna go to court um mm-hmm. so yeah that's basically what's happening the you only say everybody everybody else got got their people and like come on we ready we ready for the you know for the new session and they like nah not no carolina yeah he's been declared the loser already <clears throat> twice now actually he's been declared the loser twice and he just won't take the l you know through the power of whiteness he's just amazing <laughs> he's just out here like possession is nine tenths of the law man i'm yeah. not giving this up i mean we might have we that one that says, I want the confidence of a mediocre white man. Mm-hmm. That's what this shit is right here. Yes, it is. Cause we might have, uh, uh, went to Trump, like overall the state, but like that right there, he cost a lot of people a lot of money. They was like, we can't be having the NCAA leave and, you know, the football, ACC football and shit like that. They was like, bitch, you got to go. Yeah, PayPal. He lost a lot of money. Like, I think it's like four point something billion dollars. Our state is lost in our economy just because of the transphobic law that he passed. Um, so, uh, and, you know, it also banks on things returning like the NCAA, the CIAA tournament, the, um, uh there was one more thing the all-star game yeah lots of ain't coming back they they've already said we out well some no the things i'm saying is coming back are coming back so i'm saying there's an incentive to have him out of office beyond just the damage he's done but the damage that will continue to be done if he is continued to be our 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 governor so he has to fucking go um he just refuses to accept the results right and if anything else this should be an example for other states don't fucking pass these bigoted ass laws just be bigoted you ain't got to pass laws well that's another reason we need him to lose is that i think essentially if he wins it's a message to a lot of other states to to pass these laws right, like that's why he fights. nothing will happen to you as a politician you'll continue to to you know you'll continue to win so um all right um cal norman who is a member of jagged edge apparently uh got drunk and out of control and tried to stab his own son and he had to be restrained from beating the crap out of his kid yep ragged Um, edge (laughs) (laughs) tried to give him uh the ragged jagged edge of that knife uh cops arrested kyle norman september 5th following the ugly 5 a.m fracas at his georgia home where his wife told police she didn't feel safe around him and admitted he laid hands on her before man these dudes stay popping up in some shit man these old r&b people um the singer was arrested for domestic violence battery cruelty to children and third degree property damage and obstruction and they they were just trying to make a comeback too right uh norman's wife marika called cops earlier in the morning early in the morning and said she'd been awakened by scuffling in the next room she found norman pummeling his son keelan and a family cousin trying to break it up 
the cousin put norman in a sleeper hole keelan ran out of the room but an enraged norman followed his son and continued the alleged assault well, the uh, sleeper hole didn't work then did it no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so they don't tell you if it's, it's a sleeper hole but what'd you say all people write his house at five in the morning that the cousin the boyfriend the the son the everybody <laughs> was there at 5 a.m yeah uh five in the morning man it was uh lit um so yeah he uh he was still all right he followed his son downstairs to the living room while approaching his son he punched a hole in the wall uh the pair started fighting again and in the process uh he shattered a glass mirror the son managed to get away from his father but norman um wouldn't let it go and grabbed the knife in an attempt to stab his son and it's not clear how old his son is his daughter told police she was so terrified by her father's alleged assault that she ran into a closet to hide keelan the son and his father spent the night boozing and speaking recklessly to everyone in the house (laughs) what when the son challenged his father's threatening behavior telling him he can't be talking to a grown-ass people the way he does norman started swinging well yeah that listen (laughs) you do not do that to uh uh, a black man i, I don't you, oh, you, oh, old man strength is real i don't think yeah. people really understand the thing about old man strength a lot of people don't realize they ain't got no rules like you know younger people have like rules and mm-hmm. shit like that old people are like nah i will fuck you up and i've been around long enough to fuck you up in ways that you didn't know you could get fucked up boy yeah and um the, we i remember he was just on steve harvey about putting his hands on his wife that dude mm-hmm. okay i know exactly what you're talking about now mm-hmm. yeah you know steve enabling ass harvey was like you know uh well i'm sure he won't do it again because he just said he won't in an audience full of people that were clapping um but apparently that that therapy session didn't work um so yeah it's uh kind of interesting that it's already come back up man uh hopefully they can get the fuck away from him because it sounds habitual Yes, at sir. the least mm-hmm. um and dysfunctional uh as well so you know i'm sure she's thinking you know why did i get married to this fool but i guess mm-hmm. don't want to be the person to make those jokes but i guess i gotta be <laughs> five in the morning i guess that's where the party was at that's why everybody was there mm-hmm. uh to see what was happening mm-hmm uh all right (laughs) (laughs) chat room said this sounds like a scene from a five heartbeats (laughs) (laughs) it it does um in more uh in more news uh apparently there's a crisis of alpha males guys all right uh sexist men who see themselves as players are more likely to be lonely and depressed Hmm. i know i know it's an epidemic uh men who see themselves as playboys or having power over women are more likely to have serious psychological problems this is according to new research which has also found that alpha males who express masculine behaviors are less likely to seek treatment for their problems you don't say uh the study looked at 11 traits in particular that were linked to loneliness and depression the 11 masculine norms included violence a need for emotional control and sexual promiscuity or playboy behavior 
these norms in particular were found most likely to lead to poor mental health self-reliance pursuit of playboy behavior and power over women overall conforming to any of those norms was found to increase men's likelihood of poor mental health uh the indian the indiana university bloomington uh team combined research from over 78 psychological studies to reach this conclusion in general individuals who conform strongly to masculine norms tended to have poor mental health and less favorable attitudes towards seeking psychological help although the results differed depending on the specific types of masculine norms uh said lead author dr uh y joe wong First of all, they could have literally just looked at Sierra's timeline and figured this whole thing out. (laughs) Right. Just search her mentions and you'll be like, oh, okay. It's a lot of trash. You're a fuck boy. You have problems uh, mentally. No surprise there. Like I, I'm just these fucking studies. Water is wet. The sun comes up in the east, whatever. Don't make no sense to me. Yep. They only found one norm that had no link to mental health primacy of work was not significantly associated with any of the mental health out uh, related outcomes perhaps this is a reflection of the complexity of work and its implications for well-being an excessive focus on work can be harmful to one's health and interpersonal relationships but work is also a source of meaning for many individuals uh dr wong and colleagues studies uh collected information from over nineteen thousand participants and spanned 78 psychological pieces of research yo they that's a lot of research compared to but a that, lot of the shit we but that's read. how you do your research a lot of times when you they be like we did 20 people you don't get the fuck out of here right yeah so like we, no research we it's always something like uh people that burn candles are pedophiles we did research of one person we asked one person to take a <laughs> test i'm like wait a minute this is not research yeah. dog um lead author dr wong said the masculine norms of playboy and power over women are the norms that most closely associated with sexist attitudes the (laughs) the robust association between conformity i know right (laughs) uh the robust association between conformity to these two norms and negative mental health related outcomes underscore the idea that sexism is not merely a social injustice but may also have detrimental effects on the mental health of those who embrace such attitudes yeah i mean seems obvious but anyway, now there's a study. So now it's real. It wasn't real before the study. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leslie, what were you saying? I'm just saying, thank God we had that study. Thank thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Someone got thousands of dollars in grants. Right. To do that. None of them black, I assure you. Let me mm-hmm. put that out there, too. Mm-hmm. True, true. Uh, Chipotle is getting sued, y'all. Uh-oh. You know, before you go on that, Rod, mm-hmm. you know how Facebook does these memories things now where it's like, oh, memories, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, one of my memories was me sharing a story about Chipotle's, you know, uh, health department issues. And mm-hmm. I had tagged Karen. I was like, Karen is spreading. <laughs> I that, yes. And my first thought when I saw this memory was like, man, remember, remember a year ago when that's what we were talking about all the time? Fucking Chipotle was... The, the craziest shit that happened that day was that somebody else got listeria at Chipotle or right. Salmonella or whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah. That was good days. We didn't know it then. We was like, oh, 2015, you're not that great. And then this bullshit ass year started. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, we could be looking back next year and it could be, man, remember when the worst thing was Donald Trump winning? Yeah. <laughs> now, now when I go outside, I can't breathe because they got rid of the EPA. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? before the radiation storms remember that yeah <laughs> remember when you didn't have to put wrap your kid up in a suit oh well baby let me go to work 
Give Remember me my- when they weren't border crossings in Texas? Like literally, like yeah. all. The- Baby, can you hand me my? Can you hand me my cotton picking picking shoes? I gotta go to work. Oh yes. Anyway, back to slavery. Uh, Chipotle is being sued for faking their burrito calorie count. It's a goddamn burrito. It's not calorie free. Well, I mean, you can still fake the number though, Karen. Uh, apparently, my news LA reports that the quick service restaurant company is getting sued yet again. This time, it's for allegedly lying to customers about their burrito calorie count. After multiple customers took a photo of Chipotle's store menu, they pointed out something a little peculiar about one of the items offered. Uh, apparently, the chorizo burrito, which is new, mm-hmm. someone had a calorie count up next to it that said 300 calories. Mm. If you know anything about burrito calories, that that's fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. you, if you're getting a burrito, I'm not t- unless it's a tofu burrito. You eat no a few thousand it, calories. It doesn't matter if it's a tofu burrito. Like literally, the wrap is 300 calories. There's no way the number adds up right. I mean, no, no, I'm not saying 300 calories, but you know, you're not gonna get no as many calories. But yeah, it's a burrito. Like like I said, the wrap is four or five. Then you got a cheese, the salsa, the meat the lettuce like everything is another few hundred calories yeah you're talking about a few thousand calories probably in one sitting yeah so apparently it's actually 950 calories that makes sense which is more than three times the amount displayed the spokesperson said what that 300 was supposed to represent was just the chorizo filling but the way Mm -hmm. it's pictured it looks like it's the whole burrito but they getting sued now so we'll see and is that because a lot of these states pass those laws where it's like you have to have the calorie count up there? Because I know some places they don't give a fuck. And yeah. That's got to be it, right? That's got to be it because you had a, the yeah. calorie count laws because they wouldn't post that information if they didn't have to. Right. Um, let's see. Twitter is launching new tools to fight harassment. Again. Hey, man. They tried to sell that shit and it, it did not go well. Mm, so. I was like, we're not buying that shit and y'all harassing everybody. Nope. Look money will always make a motherfucker come around and that's clean all. up shit yeah it will i mean i, I mean i'm glad they are but you know they lost money and they was like oh we might need to clean up shit not the people that's been coming to us for years telling us to fix this telling us to filter talking about they being harassed it took a few famous people and not uh it took a few high profile famous people because people have been leaving but it took a lot of high profile famous people that some people log in just to see these people post and when they left mm. it was like okay now you got billions of people that like don't got nobody to follow all of a sudden because you know some people get on twitter you know they follow celebrities like this is their thing and all of a sudden you know they're not interacting and they're gone and they was like people was like hey i'm not buying this to deal with these problems i'm not cleaning it up you know when i buy something i don't want to have to fix it i want it to be already there yeah i don't think it was i think it was the latter not the former i don't think it had anything to do with people quitting their platform okay i think it was the money i don't don't, because because that quitting the platform shit had been happening for years it was we tried to sell it and motherfuckers was like we not paying that much for it and then they had to go oh well maybe this harassment shit was a problem because the the people who were trying to buy it they cited that they backed out specifically because um people with a lot of followers talked about experiencing a lot of harassment and so that's not really a steady um 
you know it's not a commodity you can bank on you know um this came out i remember saying like once again we see supremacy not making any goddamn sense right because we had people of color women consistently saying this was a problem for so long with them being completely ignored and now here it is monetarily biting them in the ass because they didn't care about it then yeah i remember uh saying like well that's gonna fuck up the money if y'all don't take care of the harassment and many 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 people made the same fucking observation like but how the fuck are y'all gonna make money off of this like you you openly let people be harassed under some first amendment right shit and you don't clean it up and you really don't think you have a problem you know Mm-mm. many of their people that are like in charge don't know how they shit even works well no well that, that i mean that's not what i was gonna say though but many of them that are in charge they don't even have a lot of followers no so they don't even understand the experience of having a lot of followers i don't expect most people to understand what it's like when you don't have a lot of followers right uh most people won't have to worry about that because they're not going to have a lot Mm -mm. but the platform people should know because you made the platform so you should be in tune with these are my power users what is their experience like oh it's a lot of negative shit how do we fix that and now they have to um and it it depends because you know what it it somebody might buy but to an extent it literally might be too late because a lot of people you know because once people walk away you're gonna have to make a significant change to bring these people back yeah i mean like i said i don't think it's about people walking away as much as it's about selling it like i don't think they're like we can't sell it if leslie jones quits i don't think that's the problem advertisers are just looking at the bottom line of money that's it you know (laughs) like uh there's no one user that brings all the money to twitter but it's collective that because because here's the most insidious part the harassers may be what twitter is that's why they were always afraid to get rid of them that that's a significant number of accounts and it must be it must be because they won't get rid of they haven't gotten rid of them yet and when you look at things like reddit you know reddit basically makes a living off of the trolling and the kind of anonymity of these people you know Mm -hmm. so there's that subculture of twitter that is might be the main culture of twitter Mm. yeah for sure the main culture of twitter and then there's also them not wanting to get rid of how many fake accounts they're gonna have to get rid of to do these kinds of purging because so many of these accounts you'll go like i know when i get trolled when i get death threats and you know shit like that it's always like some asshole with an eagle um avi and four followers like mm-hmm. literally it's always like that like they just created their profile and this boosts their number so when they say how many people have accounts it's going to be a lot of numbers that are going to be pulled out of that number and they use that to even just monetize their reach not just in selling it but also in advertising and lots of other metrics that they use those numbers for so it's a big big thing they're going to have to do that and that's exactly what i think they were banking on was we can tell people we have over uh 600 million accounts or whatever the fuck and now it's like yeah but how much of it is just spam and just just harassers and people with 17 accounts so they can call somebody a bitch every morning like what what at what point do we cut that off because now i want to see your numbers when you kind of adjust for the drift and now they're like we can't sell this shit uh we don't want to buy it anymore right you probably lost a few million accounts i'm guarantee you let, you know let's say they had 10 by the time you dwindle down and shift and go through there was like, no how many real accounts it was like oh yeah out of the 10 we probably got six five to six they was like well goddamn 
well there's a new feature that uh, appears as a button in the reporting flow instead of saying something is abusive or harassing unless you mark tweet as tweets as hateful harvey said the new tool will improve how twitter deals with reports from those who are not involved in the incident of harassment yeah because right now it's like you report this th- this person is harassing me they said this they said that um and you know i know back in the in the past when i would report shit nothing like typically nothing would happen right um lately if i report somebody for harassing me i'll get an email later like hey this person has been kicked off of the site or whatever but that's typically hours to a day later uh which i mean i don't know what kind of manpower it would take to completely right i think they've let it get so out of control that it's beyond the idea of an instant like oh yeah that person called you a nigger they're gone Mm -hmm. um but still i mean it's better than what the fuck they had which was nothing essentially um because hate speech varies in language culture and context twitter trained its global support teams about its historical and cultural implications of it for instance twitter employees learn common tropes and phrases associated with anti-semitism and slang terms that are used to reference refugees or migrants harvey said anyone at twitter who works on safety issues or handles support completed the training twitter declined to give exact numbers on how many people deal with harassment reports but a spokeswoman said there are people working on it around the clock humans review each issue and decide whether or not it's abusive um so yeah we'll see what happens man yeah, uh, because somebody should probably get trump's account off of that come on <laughs> like, like like that's on the real that's on the real and also also the thing is how diverse are these quote-unquote humans because what's the point in having humans when there's no diversity in this in this in this human group so people can't be like oh that's really okay for this culture or that's all right for this culture because if it's still in a white person's lens is this gonna matter Mm -hmm. and the answer is no right uh but i don't know i say that but i don't know who the fuck is working on this um (laughs) it's funny man they oh man it's it's just like black people are the canary in the coal mine dog it was just like we are so ahead of where it's just like hey man this shit seems problematic and then it's like fuck you get over it pussies oh we can't sell our we can't sell our company for billions of dollars huh (laughs) who'd have known (laughs) this that's what's me off the most about this fucking election has been like that we all were just kind of like and like yeah tell us something we don't know yeah it's like being like that greek mythology cassandra where she could see into the future but don't nobody listen to her that's what it's like to be a black person in america Mm. you're just like walking around like this shit is really fucked up it's gonna be really terrible charter schools suck and it's gonna be terrible for education shut up black people don't nobody care about that shit (laughs) it's like over and over and over again this is a consistent just being ignored even though it would have benefited these motherfuckers to just listen to us Ugh. we're like the jack bauer of of <laughs> yes! like just we're, yes, try, jack. we're trying to tell you what's gonna happen and everybody's just like ignore him yeah because at the end of the day i ain't trying funny shit affects us at more and it affects us quicker so we see the shit because we don't have the privilege of ignoring shit we go oh somebody might die somebody might lose their life somebody like we can immediately figure shit out when it's like nah we ain't got to pay attention to it affects us yeah which might be a year and a half or two years later or when you try to sell your shit well well you know what 
too bad um right, right. i don't feel bad for them at all in fact keep i hope and then maybe this might sound cruel i hope uh you get to the point where you keep evolving and, and keep doing this because you can't sell the shit and that site would actually be better uh let's talk about something cool guys all right something a little happier um 10 of the most loved condiments around the world that's right i'm about to say are we guessing or no no okay. i'm gonna read them oh okay my bad <laughs> i was about, about to guess oh mayonnaise he's on mustard mayonnaise ketchup come on guys excuse me great poupon this is very serious work we're doing very serious work here <laughs> giving people the news well it depends on who your list is black could be like grape jelly um what's peace <laughs> oh what is that Worcestershire sauce the shit i can't pronounce we're never gonna get out of this segment this is my fault <laughs> that's what i call it richard shishire sauce what the hell that is i really should have waited till we had a different guest <laughs> the wrong day to do this um <laughs> uh, all right so the first one is called harissa what the hell is that um uh and it's for tunisia and north africa uh i may pronounce some of these wrong out there in podcast land i'm sorry oh well my spice game must not be woke then i have no idea no it's like smoky and sweet it's an ethiopian food too it's really good okay. yeah it's a condiment karen um not a spice it's uh oh, condiment like ketchup that's what it, yes ketchup okay. is a condiment karen <laughs> that, is, that is correct <laughs> i'm like you dip shit in it <laughs> when the spanish rock chili peppers i'm not gonna make it through all 10 of these i can already no. tell we're not gonna be able to do this no uh i had to do this with justin sometime when the spanish brought chili peppers into the 16th century tunisia uh they couldn't have possibly known they were becoming part of condiment history uh though the taste evolves as you move through north africa this chili paste always has an undeniable kick and consistency and it also serves as the primary flavor within merguez a north african lamb sausage mm, north african lamb I, sausage they say a sauce but so it's a paste that you make into a sauce the picture is literally on the screen <laughs> uh with <laughs> flavor you want to take home to your mother harissa is a staple of any meal at any meal mm. uh mm. japan wasabi now, i, I said wasabi is. i win there you go you if you said wasabi you got it right i know one thing about wasabi um you can smell everything i hit some wasabi i was like shit i can smell the the pledge on this goddamn table my nose just was like Brie, bitch i was like okay uh dating back to the 10th century the wasabi plant has spiced up japanese cuisine the plant requ- requires cold fresh water with a balance of minerals in order to thrive making its production very rare wasabi yeah most of the people the most of the wasabi you've had in america is not wasabi oh it ain't i don't know it, and some of them look like flowers are they either pink or green yeah it's not it's not uh that that oh, i so think you're referring the- hold up wait you're referring to ginger oh that looks like the flowers Oh. wasabi is the <laughs> wasabi is the green paste like what is pictured on the screen ah okay <laughs> i just be eating i don't know uh <laughs> at any rate uh <laughs> the popularity grew beyond japan uh japan brought about many alternative condiments which are primarily made of horseradish or green and green food dye so that's mostly what people have had horseradish with green food dye type wasabi um 
substitutes so we get imitation Mm -hmm. authentic wasabi spoils within 15 minutes of preparation which led to the tradition of serving it beneath sushi in order to preserve its flavor wow Mm -hmm. oh we got a time frame they were like shit get this out you better eat quick mayonnaise racist (laughs) in the the united states cannot believe we didn't get texas pete this is racist against black people Ah! y'all know (laughs) ranch you know (laughs) uh for many they got years Hellman's, they got mayo mm-hmm. uh miracle whip would have been the black one i guess that, I don't yeah know. uh <laughs> miracle whip and Hellman's. uh for many years ketchup was the head hot in the u.s over the past couple of years however americans declared that mayo was the new sheriff in town whether due to a surge in deviled egg popularity or homemade sandwiches mayonnaise spread throughout the oh i get it throughout the country at <laughs> an unusually high rate beginning in 2013 what it took till 2013 for mayo to catch on that can't be right Mm-mm. y'all didn't ask yeah, no white people because aioli's is mayonnaise right yeah so i'm wondering like because aioli they had that in italy and shit like that forever and mm-hmm. in spain too so this don't make no sense yeah it ain't catch on to 2013 i don't mm. believe you mayonnaise been around for a lot of them goddamn jobs every sunday at the grocery store i don't believe you the eggy sauce has its roots in france or spain depending on who you ask but no one can find more uses for it than a yankee uh-oh uh banana sauce this is from the philippines okay i know i don't know what that is uh when the united states began influencing the philippines in the mid 20th century ketchup caught on quickly throughout the nation during world war ii a tomato ketchup was a rare sight since tomatoes were scarce across the islands banana sauce aka banana ketchup was invented Ooh, i bet you it's good right i'm gonna get me some write right this down is it spicy they got this on amazon banana sauce banana sauce uh karen i've never tried it i don't know okay i know i'm about to be ignorant so it's made out of real bananas it's made uh from bananas yeah instead of ketchup ah often dyed red to mimic the look of traditional ketchup banana sauce okay. sweetness easily sets it apart from tomato ketchup while still sharing many of its uses i bet you it is good because bananas are already sweet uh oh go ahead hmm. what'd you say leslie i'm sorry i didn't mean cut you off really good on a burger mm, right mm-hmm. with like some pineapple or something on the burger anyway vegemite this is uh being in australia this shit is nasty y'all that's not like a shot like a shot well you can get a shot of vegemite Mm. leslie said she's had it and said it's nasty i believe you baby it don't sound it sound like a vitamin what you gonna take a vitamin to my vitamin a veggie shot Mm. i was mad i ate it i'll be honest Mm. i'm sorry guys apparently the brits initially had the stranglehold on this substance so that makes sense in a less salty spread called marmite uh in 1923 however cyril callister recreated the recipe from scratch with more sodium and vitamin b the sticky breakfast condiment made the brewer's yeast cemented uh itself as uniquely as australian uh wait as uniquely australian when it became part of an army's ration uh during world war ii army rations in 2015 in 2015 ozzy started using vegemite to create alcohol prompting calls for the government to limit itself for some uh a law probably isn't necessary um you know what's interesting though um they didn't this is the one condiment they didn't show like in preparation form it's just a jar probably might look disgusting because hmm. it's made of brewer's yeast so the yeast that's left over from the beer that's what they use they they take the extract from that 
they add some nasty ass spices to it and shit. It's gross. Honestly, mm. you guys, it's really sorry to all, all the Aussies out there. Bottle. Really. Serbia has Ajvar. It's called Serbian salsa. It's served throughout the Balkan nations as a relish or a side dish. Though, like the nations it's made in, Ajvar name changes every so often. The red pepper paste is always dependable. Spread on a hot meat dish or as a cold appetizer, Ajvar will prove to your taste buds that it can wear many hats. Mm, We'll have to see. Ajvar. Chutney, India. I heard of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for thousands of years, chutney has been an irreplaceable relish that sweetens or spices depends on how it's made. Ancient holy men, Brahmins, uh, discovered the pres- uh, preservative, preservative powers of spices and began to mix them with various fruits and vegetables. The British would eventually carry sweet chutneys to the UK. Yeah, I've only, I think I had only had sweet chutneys until, um, I started eating Indian food. Is it, is it thick? Uh, the sweet chutney, um, yeah, they're, they're thick and sweet. Oh. I don't like them. They were nasty. Uh, but the Indian ones, they're not all thick. Some of them are like okay. kind of thin and shit. It's good. You've had it before. If you went to that buffet with me, you've had it. You put it on your naan bread before. I know. Okay. Um, they serve it with tandoori a lot too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like we have this Indian buffet and they got like all the chutneys at the end and you just put them joints on your food. Ah, okay. Um, I didn't realize that was chutney mm-hmm uh so you know of course white people ruined it and made it sweet uh <laughs> as well as african and caribbean territories where indian chutneys remain complex in taste and texture hoisin sauce china so I, wait back just a, a little bit about chutney there's mm-hmm. a thing called chutney bacchanal which is like a type of um like caribbean um dance music which mm-hmm. is pretty funny and there's a lot of indian influence there also, I said hoisin. That's two for me. Boom. Knocking it out the park, Leslie. That that's that's good info. Uh yeah, it is good info. Uh fuh, I believe. Remember, we say it wrong because we're I just don't ignorant give a fuck. Americans. Fo, be mad. Okay. There you go. Do not write up here. <laughs> not to be confused with Vietnamese Sriracha, hoisin sauce, Lindsay. Yeah, those definitely do not taste the same. Who would put those on the same thing? Anyway, hoisin sauce lends a tangy glaze to any dish, especially a uh, essentially a Chinese, specifically Cantonese barbecue sauce. This condiment lies at the intersection of brown sauce and hot sauce. In fact, Peking ducks would feel undressed underdressed without their healthy coat of hoisin sauce. Mm. Salsa. That's uh, from Mexico. Ha! I know this one. And the, yeah, salsa varies. I've had some fresh salsa that's good. And then I had some fresh salsa that's bad. I'm like, what the fuck did you put in this salsa? Le- Leslie, what did you say? That salsa looks terrible in that picture. Now, yeah, like salsa that looks like that a lot of times, it don't be good. Yeah, it's that very dry. Uh, but maybe it's the authentic joint. But I don't like it. Together, I don't know. Mm-mm. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. I don't, don't know. Don't be seasoned enough. It be dry. It'd be crushed cilantro. You be like, no, I don't want none of this. I reject this. All right, all right. Um, so as early as 3000 BC, the Aztecs mixed chilies with tomatillos. Over the millennia that followed, the recipes got only slightly more complicated, and the conquistadors, uh, conquistadors eventually named this mixture salsa, the precursor, uh, to many modern hot sauces in America. Salsa's versatility in heat and consistency has given it a wide appeal. The United. 
Pico de Gallo to me. Doesn't even that look one like does look like Pico. Yeah. Uh, although I have seen salsas that way. Like I've been in re- restaurants where they're like, this is, you want some salsa? And I'm like, sure. Then they bring that out. I'm like, oh, oh, this, yeah, this must be authentic. I'm, I'm an ignorant American. Right. I don't know. <laughs> they be like, you want this on your burrito? I'd be like, no. <laughs> uh, brown sauce. What the hell is this? A1? The United Kingdom and Ireland. Uh, the popular brand may be HP, but brown sauce by any other name would be as delicious to dessert, to serve with some fish and chips. Brown sauce can be sweet or tart, but mostly resembles American steak sauces with a variety, uh, of uses in many savory, uh, dishes. It's no wonder you'll likely find a bottle in any British home. Um, and I think that's it. So we did it. We, we made it, guys. I'm actually. Ah! shocked we were able to get that done i'm surprised too and i i, I the salsa that's the salsa and the hoisin sauce that was it for me that you knew yeah you didn't know mayonnaise i mean mayo and uh wasabi okay and ho- hoisin yeah and hoisin that was about it all right all right well that four out of ten i the harissa look good and that banana sauce look now the banana sauce yeah i tried that those both seem interesting mm-hmm. um choices um and uh didn't see uh any ranch so no no ranch no blue cheese buffalo sauce for wings Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like america kind of kind of we kind of let everybody down yeah this was an american base so yeah Mm -hmm. uh all right let's see what else we have to talk about i'm Um, surprised cholula would know now cholula yeah i mean uh, shirasha yeah 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 i mean they had to pick one spot one place one spice they picked one condiment for every place so oh, okay, okay okay if they had um wasabi they weren't gonna have uh sriracha probably i guess oh, i don't know okay. although mm-hmm. all the sriracha i eat is made in like california mm-hmm. like did they even have that shit over there is that like they shit or they, did we they, just like make that shit go with sushi because we in america i think they do uh but we just the plant we just have to have a plant here mm. all right my browser is freezing for some reason oh there we go wait did that work yeah all right cool um uh, all right let's let's uh let's go to some um uh, some games guys okay um i guess the first uh segment will be uh play a little bit of fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody mm-hmm let's see who's fucking with us today um alt-right groups uh, uh an alt-right group which basically means white supremacist group uh plans on unleashing racist fake black person accounts after being banned from twitter that makes sense a lot of them already do do that but i but i'm a black person bitch you ain't i'm reading your language don't know black people talk like that mm. uh apparently there's the site is the daily stormer uh which has been making more and more news lately um 
apparently they're gonna fight back with more racism the daily stormer is an alt-right website that regularly features racist and anti-semitic content claims that it nearly has 1000 fake black person twitter accounts that it plans to use in an upcoming real life as opposed to online harassment campaign twitter has always faced criticism for allowing virulently wait virulently racist and sexist content to be distributed on this platform the company recently unveiled more of anti-trolling tools and shut down many accounts of prominent white supremacists in response to daily stormer released a blog post this week saying that it plans to coordinate a harassment campaign that targets people in the real world the trolling call to action begins as follows we will introduce new ways of trolling including in real life trolling snail mailing trolling uh telephone trolling hoaxes shoe company endorsements etc and look shoe company endorsements uh-huh, what's happening here what mm, i don't know rod you've been endorsed by new balance no <laughs> no alt right you got me yeah. oh not the daily stormer jordan shoes i would never <laughs> you don't get them david duke's tens right and look we're not done with twitter we got a big campaign coming up i like how they never take down like twitter like they <laughs> like oh man in a way man it's like the way the races that we get to deal with are just such pussies compared to the ones we grew up scared of you know like if you would have told me in 2016 this is the new racism was we're gonna snail mail you and shit i'd be like what ah, we're gonna snail mail you to death that was all they had left right you know i feel like the the kkk of the 60s is looking at the new kk like man y'all, y'all ain't real y'all trash you y'all, know? Ain't, y'all ain't trying to want to hold us what's happening here how many people y'all hang today i mean we, we it was a busy day i uh, I, 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 mean, I did manage to uh i did manage to uh get blocked several times by black feminists on twitter so i mean that happened i've accomplished something it was a pretty busy day for me what what did y'all do today uh we just strung up several innocent black people for uh walking down the street and we bombed the church oh huh i might need to step my game up well i did get banned from facebook so it's kind of like we both did something (laughs) yeah we did yeah anyway um <laughs> I, I feel like we're all gonna know the accounts because it's gonna just be like you know angry black man three and uh, you know they, don't know how, they ain't gonna name themselves nothing cool right jamal and and they're gonna be like what up homes you like come right, on who, right. who talks like this dog man i hate the honkies myself you know hackers <laughs> are the worst right yeah <laughs> what it is home slice oh no they're gonna like what they say put them hands on you no right. you, no you, you're not even using the phrase correctly uh zero to a hundred though karen a hundred karen's going with a hundred what about you leslie definitely a hundred all right i'm gonna go with a hundred my, myself uh just to even it on out because uh it's sad that they already knew this was gonna happen and had the black accounts ready to go it's gonna be hard to tell them apart from sage still and jason whitlock but we'll do our best <laughs> oh, i don't wonder what their pick's gonna be generic white photo generic black photoshop dudes they're gonna go and try to find a, the most clean cut dude they can find Probably. Uh, or either they go find the roughest the roughest pictures they can find they're just gonna google nigger and yeah whatever come up yeah put that picture in there it's not uh it's gonna be somebody's uh what the shot you do when you get arrested mugshot yeah so 
on they they don't know anything about black culture, so I feel like they could easily pick like a famous person. So they'll be walking around. One of them will have Angela Bassett's right. picture as their all right. You like know, you one, do know that's Kanye West, right? I mean, I know you're not him. <laughs> no, it's me, Jamel. No, that's, you're not Jamel. Uh, all right, let me start our session two and invite everybody back on screen. Give me one second, everyone. I'll okay. be right back. All right. Um, do, do, do. Let it go. You were right. Oh, that's your girl? <laughs> like, that's your girl, right? Love rookie, she give him all the cookies, like cookies on me pussy. This girl is kind of loosey. Dudes take her off the shelf and they put her on credit. Thirty days later, they return it and regret it. Use like a dish rag, dump with a hashtag. I blame it on the pussy. That shit must be bad. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell. Maybe it really smells broken pussy. Maybe it's really rough. Maybe it's had enough broken pussy. Nobody wants you because you got a broken pussy. Nobody wants you because you got a broken pussy. Broken pussy. All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the next story. Um, What else are white people doing to us? Um oh here's one steve harvey uh-oh what happened he's being accused by an ex-employee of saying racist things uh-oh like spit on white people what i don't believe this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm uh like a lot of successful people steve harvey has had his share of haters oops excuse me we meant the funny man has his share of haters and the latest one to come to light is trying to get five million dollars out of him via a lawsuit for some allegedly racist comments that he made on tape mm. <laughs> T- if tmz didn't break this i don't believe you radar online hey but um i just thought uh what if it's just keenan <laughs> 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 yes! it's just keenan as steve harvey <laughs> saying racist shit that's the perfect way to blackmail him how can you it's not him most of us think Keenan and him are the same at this point. Oh, that would be so good. (laughs) Um, According to Radar Online, one of Harvey's former employees, Joseph Cooper, says he has videotaped footage of the talk show host going off on a racist tirade about white people, allegedly spewing comments like spit on white people and go assault old white women. I'm here for it. Hold on, what happened to Leslie? I thought I heard her and then not. I'm here, but it oh. was echo. Oh, you hear the echo from us? Now it's not there anymore. Okay, okay. all right. Well, go ahead. What were you saying though? I was just saying I'm here for all that. Sure. Okay, do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Harvey, of course, doesn't waste time dealing with. Wait, here for which part? The lawsuit or his comments about spitting on the white people? I'm all for all the comments he made. If okay. he said them, this might be the one way to get me back on your good graces, Steve. Harvey. Yo, if we find out on the low, Steve Harvey is mad racist against white people. I will be shocked. It undoes so much that he's responsible for. Because on the one hand, you can never undo the damage he's done to the black community with his books. And but, his suits. But, and his movie. Yeah, and his movie and his suits. Yes, you both are correct. But 
he has done a couple like talking to white people he's, he's like told white people like well look if they say you racist you tell them this you know so it would undo some of that because it's like oh okay you were just trying to get paid you still a piece of shit but i respect the hustle it's gonna be hard to believe because you know he liked that money mm-hmm. well apparently um he uh was uh um let's see uh oh yeah so he doesn't waste much time dealing with folks who are trying to get the best of him just ask his ex-wife mary harvey in any event the man with 10 jobs quickly responded to cooper's claims with a lawsuit of his own against cooper harvey's docs claim cooper is trying to extort him by selling old videos of his comedy routines that date more than 20 years back so maybe he was practicing his stand-up and he recorded that and now he's like look i have audio steve harvey saying uh racist stuff about white people anyways white people are too damn sensitive anyway so what he said some shit about you and right mind your business mr cooper has initiated a campaign to essentially extort me and embarrass me as i started to build my entertainment career tv radio show host said in court um documents uh it's also being reported that joseph has been trying to auction off the tapes to harvey's employers whenever he is hired to inform them of potentially embarrassing material or no tapes and attempts to have them influence harvey to pay for the tapes so he's going to uh like family feud and being like i got tapes of him saying racist stuff oh, family feud like he the best thing ever our ratings is the highest it's ever been come on down steve yeah the guy called steve harvey the worst person that's ever been on television so mm-hmm. it might might be personal it might be but I, i'm you know feel how you feel i love him on family feud mm-hmm. uh harvey admitted that the taste contained material that's a lot edgier than his family oriented jokes he down uses and um so he can't evolve yeah i mean yeah he can of course he said i didn't have to concern myself with branding or imaging or anything you could just say i thought i was funnier but the question is will his fans be laughing when they hear him call the white people honkies i don't know his old black fan base that still listen to radio (laughs) them people white people watch family feud and shit too though not not family feud talking about the radio well they he's bigger than just radio now it's not just one thing anymore now it's miss america and all this shit you know so i can see how it might be potentially damaging to him for it to come out in certain circles i think he's pretty much i think this is a non-scandal though and a non-starter uh so anyway zero to 100 how much you feel fucked with leslie only because of steve harvey i'm gonna just say 50 percent. 50 i give it a 50 karen Mm-mm, i'm not fucked with it all not fucked with it all Mm-mm. okay uh i'm gonna go with zero as well i i yeah i i can't be bothered mm-hmm. you know i'm not jumping in the front of a bullet for steve but at the mm-hmm. same time i don't feel like this is a real problem for steve either like especially if it's funny it's just gonna be unreleased jokes you know it's gonna be shit it might be something i fuck with because i liked him when he first came out before he started telling people how to um get a man you know when he was <laughs> when he wasn't being serious and he was just making funny ass jokes shit king of comedy still hilarious man mm-hmm. oh man Remember when he was talking about, um, he was like talking about the love songs back in the day and the new songs with the rappers. Mm-hmm. Talking about, I whatcha and all that shit. It was so good. You know, <laughs> now look at him. Mm-mm. Remember that part about Ray Caruth? Oh, mm-hmm. classic. We was in Fanville when that happened. Yeah. yeah we went to the movie theaters to go see it live. I'm like, get your dumb ass out of that truck. 
oh now look at him giving advice and trying to be a family man jamaican he got 45 jobs um all right let's see um anything else for fucking with black people oh kanye west tells black people to stop focusing on racism and he would have voted for trump i feel like we covered this already Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna skip him um we know you would have voted for trump um here's one um a detroit tv anchor has resigned after telling her colleagues she's tired of covering niggers killing each other wait did we do this one no we didn't do this one man they're so similar these no. days <laughs> god i feel like i did this already uh lauren potter i don't know i might not have been paying attention but i don't remember well you're just a co-host of the show there's no need to ah! pay attention lauren potter a local nbc news reporter in detroit michigan resigned wednesday at the word got out of her use of the n-word she's 31 she reportedly used it in conversation with a co-worker uh and the news got out that around the office this week she said to a crew member i'm tired of reporting on the niggers killing each other in detroit uh so she resigned effective immediately um she said this bitch got to resign alone is just as fucking a hundred just off that alone (laughs) that she had the option to do anything yeah i'm not gonna get fired i I resigned (laughs) she says during my time at wdiv i have created many friendships and i will continue to cherish i will continue to cherish if you receive any media inquiries please forward them to jamie or me thanks I think she's um, Trump's um, press secretary now, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who Soon. Knows? She'll, she'll be on WFNZJY across the street next week. Word of Podell's statement got around after Sam Riddle, a former chief of staff for former Detroit City Councilwoman Monica Conyers, quoted the reporter's words in a Facebook post. Riddle's expre- expre- Riddle expressed his discontent over the matter and said, demonstrations were underway for Thursday morning to protest racism as a systemic issue and the news outlet's racist cover-up. I'm tired of reporting on these niggas killing one another at the, in Detroit, at Local 4 Lauren. Ooh, he put that, he put that at in there uh bet rest in peace your career then lauren podell has resigned uh he posted next um uh so yeah she took that l um and they still gonna um go and um go and protest they said also she came under fire in 2013 after dropping an f-bomb live on tv she says i don't have interruptible feedback i don't have i don't know where we're going neither does jim i can't get this fucking this fucking in there and she didn't get fired for that uh zero to a hundred karen a hundred what about you uh leslie definitely a hundred all right all right a hundred for me as well oh wait she did get fired she didn't get fired she quit she resigned Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 100 yep Mm -hmm. um offcom rules that uh wait itv's Corey has been cleared uh over a race row after offcom rules controversy uh controversial comments didn't breach rules um an episode of coronation street 
which sparked hundreds of complaints over claims of racism did not breach the broadcast code the tv watchdog has ruled offcom investigated an episode broadcast on itv in august in which a character described her hair as having more roots than kunta kente <laughs> now there's a root girl there's a root for real <laughs> oh that's a good one <laughs> the, the remark refers to, to roots the novel by american author alex haley which features the 18th century african slave of that name a 1977 tv miniseries based off the book was a global sensation the comment sparked an online backlash with outraged viewers branding it racist and culturally insensitive ofcom also received 472 complaints about the episode today it published a ruling saying the comment did not breach the code in a decision that is likely to outrage those who were offended by the original episode the kunta kente remark was made as a character eva eva price played by Catherine Til- tildesley uh 32 paid a visit to the hair salon uh looking in the mirror at her dyed hair she said i have more roots than kunta kente no idea who that is by the way just something my mom used to say wow they really fleshed that whole line out Mm. some viewers were quick to criticize a comment on twitter olivia brown wrote 2016 and you wonder why there's a rise in hate crime racial inequity and xenophobia at itv core utilizing oppression as flippant humor um the slavery remembrance organization wrote at itv would you script would you script i've got more secrets than Anne frank's diary thought not racial bias hashtag black lives matter hashtag coronation street but some did not think the comment was offensive you know what i'm saying with a number taken to twitter in defense of the show script the regulator uh investigated uh whether the remark breach the section of the broadcast code which states broadcasters must ensure that material which may cause offense is justified by context that's a pretty broad rule i don't don't know how would you how do you justify something by context you wrote it so by that nature it's within context i don't know how you would i mean would you just randomly have a character say nigger for no reason i mean is that is that the only time the rule comes up can you pass me that great poupon by the way niggers <laughs> am i right anyway ah! let's go back to the go back to what we were doing like that that covers everything <laughs> what a dumbass rule uh it adds it i'll pro- oh, go ahead leslie i'm sorry this show's been on the air since 1960 though that coronation street's interesting mm. not thousand episodes of this thing holy shit and people still mad still watching it still- still watching this shit it's like their simpsons I, mean, I guess but with live action people um this is, this is i'm i'm, I'm apparently this is not in the united states because i've never heard of this shit before nah okay. nah if although i got more roots than kente kente could be like a, a fabulous line i know a black <laughs> that's why i was like that'd be a bomb rap line <laughs> f-a-b-o um <laughs> anyway guys zero to a hundred karen 50 because at least the shit made me laugh most of the time racism makes me angry mm. you know part of me wonders if the part of the line that says i don't know what it means counts as not having context you know because you even said you don't know what it means as a character anyway uh leslie zero to 100 um i'm 25 for a few reasons one they didn't indicate whether the person who said the line was black so oh she's I white like she's white if it was 
white oh all right 50 then mm. i was willing to give it a 25 if it was a black character that said it then i was like you know that could come up it was a good line and it's a soap opera i mean how, how much are we expecting from it you want to know what's weird mother. what's weird to me is the people that want the actress to apologize she didn't write the why does she have to apologize i don't know that's just right then it? it's like people are at itv Corey uh i see you ain't apologize it's like what what the fuck i read from the script you know what i mean like anyway um for me i'll have to give it god you know what zero i'm gonna give it a zero i'm not really fucked with i'm not i want to be but i'm not um it was it did make me laugh the first time i read it Mm -hmm. i was like that's clearly clever and then I was like, y'all got different rules over there. You can call and report the TV show. That's some shit. I, it would never cross my mind as an American. When I see racist shit on on TV, I just be like, did y'all see uh so-and-so last night? <laughs> like over there, they just be like, call 1-800, report these motherfuckers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because we not white. That Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart show. Have you watched any of that show? I refuse. No. I don't even we only saw the first episode and I was so disturbed by almost all of it and the shit that they said on that show I literally we kept going like I can't believe that they actually allowed them to say this on the air and put it up yeah I'm sorry but you just can't put you can't put a person who's an American treasure on TV with a person that's a fucking convicted felon and expect me to watch that shit you know what I mean? So I'm I'm sorry. It's if you're gonna put the American treasure of Snoop Dogg up there with that convicted felon Martha Stewart, you won't catch me watching. Sorry, America. Mm-hmm. No, let's I don't care how good her omelets are. Right. All right. Let's go to something a little more fun, guys. Okay. Been a lot of stressed out over here, and I feel like we should. Uh, I don't know. We should definitely do some white people news, if that's okay with everyone. Uh, let's see. White people love this song, right? Hey. Yeah. You know what? I like the play. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play at. Play on, play at. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Say out. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shaker. down, good love. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly business, don't play around. Cover much ground, got game by the pound. Getting paid is a forte. True play away. I can't get her out of my mind. Wow. Think about the girl all the time. Wow, wow. East side to the west side. Pushing fat rides. It's no surprise. She got tricks in the stash. Stacking up the cash. Fast when it comes to the fast. By no means average. It's on when she's got the habit. Baby, you're a perfect 10. I want to get in. Can I get down so I can win? I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to back it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. I like the way you work it. 
no diggity. I got to bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. All right. Now let's talk about white people so, stuff. Before you start, mm-hmm. we happen to, Drew and I, listen to the most recent episode that Nick, Jew, and Reggie were on <clears throat> for your show mm-hmm. on the plane on the way back from Jamaica. If you recall, you did all white people news that day. Yes. Mm-hmm. We almost peed ourselves on the plane. It was really obscene. Like, bad, mm. bad, bad. People were looking at us and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited I get to actually be here for some white people news. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end on white people news today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, why not? Yeah. It's been a pretty nice day. You know, um, no need to get racist with some guests to race. We've been having a good conversation. Yes. Maybe we'll end on a high note with some guests, with some, uh, with some, uh, white people news. And of course, sword ratchetness. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, of course, white people news is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Bevel's the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt and enter, and you can get your first month free. All you gotta do is go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt. Uh, it's funny. Some dude hit me up uh, on Facebook Messenger like yesterday or two days ago. And he was like, Hey man, thinking about getting bevel. Um, do you actually use it or do you just like, and I was like, no, he said, do you, do you know anybody that uses it? And I said, <laughs> me every fucking time I do the read. <laughs> I tell you that I use it. I would never <laughs> sell some shit that I didn't use myself. So many people do. So. I don't, like, it's just a matter of integrity, man. I don't want to be up here lying and then y'all be like, well, it didn't work for me and now I got cancer, right? Who gonna fix my cancer? You know, like, if you know, if, if you get cancer from Bevel, then we get it together because I'm using the shit myself. I was like, I was like, should I be offended? Like, <laughs> like I think I even responded to him. Like, should I be upset right now? Because you, you know, I say every time that I shave with it myself, right? And he was like, oh yeah, man, I just, I didn't know if he was lying. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be mad right now. So many people actually promote products that they do not use. Well, all I know is this much: if you listening, nigga, you better get that shit, okay? Because you, don't, you already offended me, but I, but I did tell you that I use it and I do use it. And it does work, so I'm vouching for it. Yeah, so maybe. give it a try. I mean, first month free. And then he was like, "Yeah, because you can't pass this pass up this price." I was like, "Why are you even asking me?" <laughs> free is always good, and and uh, shout out to the white people trying it because one dude was like, "Hey, my hair curly too." Right. I try some shit. I would try if I was listening to a podcast that gave away free pampons. I tried for free. Nigga, it's free. Yes, it's free. What do I know? Maybe it works use it to stop bleeding if i cut my arm or something i don't know ah! might come in handy maybe i can do some MacGyver shit with it anyway get bevel.com slash tbgwt first month free all right white people news guys and it's a pretty sad day in white people news Uh-oh. yeah a lot of breakups happening and stuff a lot oh, of breakups uh apparently naya rivera is divorcing her husband ryan dorsey of after two years of marriage and one child Mm, they wasn't together long. I, it wasn't together that long. She was engaged to some other dude, Big Sean. Mm-hmm. Then she left him, or he left her, depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. And she just had a book come out about her life, which I don't understand since <clears throat> she ain't done shit yet. But um, 
wow that's a sad day yeah he's tw- went out she's 29 ryan's 33 and they filed for divorce last week her lawyer says she's asked for primary custody of their one-year-old son josie uh with visitation and right visitation rights for for ryan they started dating in their early 20s but got back together in 2014 in recent months naya was seen with her with only her wedding band on but in early november she wore her one hundred thousand dollar diamond engagement ring again when getting dinner at catch in west hollywood there have been no signs however that their marriage was on the rocks rivera and dorsey tied the knot in 2014 after dating for just a few months in her tell-all book sorry not sorry she reveals her relationship <laughs> i'm sorry i know she's not white but that's the whitest title ever <laughs> sorry not sorry she reveals her relationship with ryan goes back farther than expected what is she supposed to be sorry for i don't know she's only 29 like what have people come in her neck for when she's like you know what i said it okay miracle whip is better than mayonnaise and i'm not taking it back (laughs) chapter one yes i stand by i have a question Mm -hmm. now ryan gosling i've heard of him before this uh, i've heard of this woman before what did she do was she an actress performer singer she's a uh actress uh, she was on glee i believe okay i didn't watch that so that's why okay singer kind of too i think allegedly and she's a singer as well okay well they sang on that show and i think she tried to have a single or two i don't Mm. think it worked out but well she's revealed that her now husband ryan melted her heart with kindness after she told him she aborted his baby following their split back in 2010 the Glee starlet discovered she was pregnant weeks after breaking up with the actor and decided to terminate it so she could concentrate on her career. Uh, oh, maybe that's what she's not sorry about. She probably got shit for that. Uh, appearing on the... Ch- oh, go ahead, you say, Leslie? She definitely would have got shit for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Appearing on the chat, The Real, the chat show, The Real. That she's still on? Yes. When it I made... It now. They kicked Tamar off it. Oh, for real? She got kicked off? kicked out the whole of them girls they stabbed her right in the back and kicked off the show Mm-mm-mm. well you know what mm-hmm. she'll have to be on the braxton family matters or whatever ah. i guess she said, she said on that show steve harvey gave her her own talk show so oh okay well, she came up ain't nothing I, to complain I, about I mad at her. uh when i made that decision i made it my, by myself as i feel is the case for a lot of women i did not share with ryan at the time by the time by the time we sorted out sort of reconnected i was like gosh there's a reason why you keep coming back in my life and we keep coming back together i was like i have to tell you something he said in the short time that we dated i wish i could have done something to make you feel like you could have trusted me with that information because i would have loved to have been there with you um his understanding attitude made the actress realize how deep her feelings were for her future husband i think it was the kindest best thing any man could have ever said in that situation it just made me love him that much more naya is currently filming the comedy mad families starring alongside charlie sheen leah ramini and clint howard ryan has just completed the crime drama film callie the killer which is set to release this year also in her tell-all rivera revealed she caught big sean with ariana grande oh okay okay and callie the killer sound like a cat it sounds like a straight to dvd release is what it sound like mm-hmm. <laughs> come in a lifetime yeah <laughs> that cat gonna kill you could you imagine callie the cat just coming in just taking folks out it's callie the killer but yeah sure uh we've been <laughs> cat skill people okay we've i don't your mind i don't know how your mind works all this time we've been together i don't know where that came from 
know. I might be scared if I was you, Rod. It's a little concerning. I, yeah. Nah, not me. I don't kill people kitty cats because they vicious. We've been fighting for five straight days when he was traveling, and then one day he was back in L.A. He said he didn't want to see me, she wrote. Because she had a key to his house, she let herself in and saw Grande. Guess what? Little girl was sitting cross-legged on the couch listening to music. She said it rhymes with Smariande Schmande. Okay. Uh, She doesn't have, she should not have written a book. She does not have that interesting of a life also didn't write the book. I'm pretty sure somebody else wrote that Mm -hmm. book for her. They just did it like as dumbly as they could so it sounded like her. Mm -hmm. Is she the same one that said, somebody said in the chat here that said that bathing every day was a white people thing and that people of color don't take a bath every day. I remember that, yeah. Like, you stink. Wash your ass. Mm hmm can't keep a husband oh wait let me stop oh anyway. and then you wonder why big sean over here with ariana grande i bet she take a shower um <clears throat> uh in more white people news there's no going back jesse nelson split from fiance jack roche weeks ago despite defiant return of her engagement ring over weekend the weekend who uh, are those people i was about to ask the same question sweetie i know know most people this is some i've never heard none of those names before ever Mm -mm -mm. uh this is why we do this segment okay (laughs) isn't it relaxing having no stake in these people's lives just get to judge them and move on yeah because i'm always like who i feel like the way we feel about these white folks is the way uh on other on white people podcasts when they're like uh, these black people keep protesting in the streets jesus like that <laughs> another one died who is this one trayvon martin now who i don't know do you know who he is like we had the same dismissive attitude of like who i don't know her <laughs> like right? i don't <laughs> i don't anyway Fire. jesse jesse nelson then spelled j-e-s-y okay all right rich white people names just as as bad as black poor black people mm-hmm. that's yeah, right that in common and they do but they judge us for ours right come on right she could put jesse on a resume and still get a job right she could put apple pecan pie on a resume right and get a job but if but if we put jesse on a resume it's ghetto okay i see you whiteness come on um jesse nelson's romance with fiance of 18 months jack roach uh was once again thrown into scrutiny as sources tell the son that the duo have been broken up for weeks despite jesse wearing her red ring i mean her engagement ring on a tv appearance on sunday the 25 year old little mixed songstress oh she sings okay she first sparked split reports when she was spotted without her engagement ring yet the return of her rock last week appeared to point to harmony oh you guys have got to see this couple hold on what's little mix is that a group i'm so confused right now uh I must, maybe it's a song must be how my mom feels all the time just yeah. confused. <laughs> a young yachty no it's little yachty little boat that sounds like me <laughs> i learned about little little boat uh for breakfast for dinner wait wait a minute that's the couple right there what, what happened to him why they why they both look like they I- going to the prime so confused right now why does he look 13 though right why he look like he just got his nintendo what's happening here clearly lives in his mother's basement what's yes. happening right now what is going on here yes he gotta be and, rich yeah and she looked like yeah. his older one step away from loving hip-hop i don't know topanga or something <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, do we need do we need to call uh the police on her she done got somebody's child yeah he looked like a harry potter cosplayer 
Uh, Joe Spacey said he looks like he built her. (laughs) (laughs) The the couple were surrounded by rumors of a split after it emerged that they had unfollowed each other on Instagram and Jesse stopped wearing her engagement ring on public appearances. Jake and Jesse have been engaged for a year and a half after the singer employed uh the help of ed sharon to propose to jesse in 2015 while on stage at the manchester evening news arena oh so he's a singer that's a simbass move right there ed sheeran mm-hmm. uh contrary to reports of parting ways in an interview two months ago jesse admitted that there was no rush to tie the knot and insisted they are deeply in love uh insiders tell the son the couple have split already saying their relationship became strained and they grew apart they started rowing uh, rowing and it became too much oh he looks cooler here i mean it's not much cooler does he though oh, he looks cooler than listen he got a long looks, way to go okay he, he look older. at this picture and then look at this picture he had a ways to go and i'm just saying it's better this one than the other one's ex- extremely worse yeah, at but least. But it just reminds me of that joke, you know, two white dudes walk into a bar because it's set so low. That's what this shit is, where you're giving him a pass for this half ass makeover. Well, his, looks- listen, the bar was low. When it's low, it's low. I, I'm just a realist, okay? I'm pragmatic. <laughs> it was not, he was not going to make it to, to adult, uh, to the yeah. adult division. Nah, he looked like he just turned 18 on a college campus somewhere. He looks better here without his glasses, I guess you know yeah still look young looks like a rejected new direction band member. right like, doesn't he like make it a new direction it's like the kid that he they had wrong direction wrong direction yeah it's, it's like the kid they had before they kicked him out and put justin timberlake in their group like it's, yeah, that, it it's like, like yeah, that yeah. I, I think we made the mark oh god yeah i mean he looks better here i guess oh man this is this is bad why does he wear the same shoes in every picture what? why does he keep wearing socks with those shoes those shoes are not supposed to be worn with socks they look like pilgrim shoes yeah people bright white also the type of people that call somebody every time they go somewhere so they should have somebody dressing them like they know they're going to be photographed their intention intention is to be photographed i don't understand it well maybe does this look good to these people i'm i'm so well i feel sorry for him got his heart broke probably what if he broke up with her though (laughs) <laughs> he was like i can do better yeah they probably <laughs> broke up on instagram because i don't know why i mean so if i ever unfollow you on instagram did that mean the marriage is over apparently that's where you go break up with people mm, yeah that makes sense i stopped uh, following drew years ago so yeah <laughs> in all fairness drew follows everybody so that's true he's a follow backer yeah uh let's see um Shelly Duvall's controversial Dr. Phil interview inspires a GoFundMe campaign to, to help the star. Shelly Duvall from Popeye? Um, yeah. Yeah, the, that appears to be her. Apparently, oh, um, it's not the above time. Dr. Phil to exploit people. Okay, hmm. yeah, I'm very confused because I'm thinking about a porn actress. Ain't there a porn actress named something Duvall? Lacey Duvall? Right, that's what I was like. But wait a minute, this is white people news. Uh-huh. I'm like, this don't make no sense. You you didn't have to say that. You could have kept that to yourself. Uh-huh. But you you shared it with the class, and I appreciate you for that. 
when the dr phil show released promos for their television personality interview with actress shelly duvall which aired friday people were horrified duvall whose last film credit is 2002's manna from heaven revealed on the show that she's suffering from mental illness but instead of helping her like the show claimed to be doing dr phil just goaded her on with questions about what she believes her late popeye co-star robin williams is doing right now and if she thinks the president is sending her coded messages wait when was this from because robin williams is dead i'm so right he asked her in 2016 the episode's not out yet i guess the preview came out he basically basically it seems exploited her mental illness to be like what do you think uh robin williams is thinking right now in from beyond the grave and then just was like look at her look at her y'all she's answering it you know uh now vivian kubrick daughter of stanley kubrick uh who directed duvall in the shining uh has started a gofundme page to raise money so the actress can get real help like many older movie stars the fundraising page reads embarrassed finances is not uncommon uh showing your love and support for shelly duvall by making a donation can start her back on the road to independence and perhaps back to health for her fans more superb performances at time of publication the page has raised more than fifteen thousand dollars in donations and it has a fundraising goal of one hundred thousand dollars uh, after the clips teasing the interview were released on wednesday kubrick published a scathing letter to dr phil on twitter you are putting shelly duvall on show while she is suffering from a pitiable state of ill health unquestionably this is uh, purely a form of lurid and exploitative entertainment it's appallingly cruel shelly duvall was a movie star whatever dignity a mere unfortunate creature might have in this world is denied her by your displaying her in this way i recall in complete disgust i hope others will join me in boycotting your utterly heartless form of entertainment because that has nothing to do with compassionate healing sincerely disgusted vivian kubrick uh she explained that she and toy story director lee uncritch uh who was writing a book about the making of the shining were both horrified by dr phil's promos and she said all the funds that she's raising are going to uh shelly duvall uh mia farrell said shame on dr phil if he is if he has a shred of decency he must not air a tv show exploiting a beloved talented actor shelly duvall um al roker got in there how about first treating shelly duvall away from your cameras and if successful presenting before and after but that was shameful and this shameful exploitation of shelly duvall at dr phil needs to explain why he would do this hey al roker been getting real fresh these days Hey. But I've been wondering now that um, that thing is president. Mm-hmm. Um, does this mean Billy Bush is forgiven? I just want to know, just so I understand what happens. Oh, I guess we'll see go- what job he ends up with, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we'll know. But I just feel like if the dude that participated and gets to be president, how the fuck are you gonna fire Billy Bush from being on today's show? I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see what job he ends up with and that'll show where america is with him you know if he ends up on msnbc then we'll know that america's still angry uh Uh, let's see what else happened um deborah messing and susan sarandon are still fighting on twitter Mm. Mm. i think susan sarandon is the actress Am I wrong? I know that much. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I was like, I remember that name. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the other woman is. 
uh way back in the innocent days of spring two actresses got into a fight on twitter in one corner longtime activist progressive voice and bernie sanders supporter susan sarandon on the other longtime activist progressive voice and i'm with her er deborah messing sarandon was under fire for implying in an interview that she would rather see a trump presidency than a hillary one messing was ready to throw a couple of albeit fairly reasonable 140 character uppercuts in response all in all the level of enmity never rose above a terse parents at a pta meeting albeit on a national Ah. interest scale fast forward to the present day and things are getting testy again this time it's because miss sarandon recently tweeted that the left needs to reach out in a dialogue to those who voted for him we can't afford a blanket judgment of them we need allies in that camp possible uh so it began again mm, they were messing red that shit <laughs> she was like who are you finna try i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me cats 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 who are you finna she was like no ma'am yeah yeah i ain't reaching shit but this middle finger ass though she i went off on her the other day too on twitter she's horrible oh sarandon horrible yeah i still think she got one of the best uh she has one oh i'm sorry go ahead leslie go ahead just she been on this whole like we gotta listen to the trump supporters we gotta understand them and i'm and then she was complaining i'm like stop fucking complaining your entire point for the last two years has been anybody but hillary you don't get to complain because guess what it ain't fucking hillary shut the fuck up yeah it's weird watching uh like sean king's doing that making that pivot like I saw him really King Talcum X. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Somebody I saw uh I think it was Chris put out the uh, someone put out like they wouldn't found a screenshot of him like right now he's currently being like anybody that says that Trump and Hillary are the same, you know, on social media, y'all y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, da da da. And then someone had a screenshot from him just a couple months ago being like, to me, Hillary and Trump are the same. It's like, how you gonna fucking what you just said? You know what I mean? It was such a like moment. Yeah, he did this he was talking about that. Lovey was talking about it on That's Facebook. what it was, Lovey, yeah. This ninja is one of these dudes that just sits around Googling himself all day. Must be because I swear he's like Beetlejuice. You say his name three times and he poof, here he comes. Yeah. Got something to say. Thread. So he did that. And his, his response was, well, look at this critique Michelle Alexander gave. It was worse than mine. Yeah. That's terrible, man. That the There's point. no excuse. Like you can't it's do, nasty. it's like the blah, 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 dynamite. I'll sell drugs in the community moment for him because it's like dude you did that and there's a lot of people that are doing michael moore there's a lot of people going around that you know they did the purity test shit to the point where it was like well fuck it i'd rather have trump and then you get him and then it's like buyer's remorse immediately and maybe we can work with him and all this shit and you're like yeah no 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 this is what you wanted so sit back and reap the fruits of your labor dog uh their boy coming out being a whole ass as well kicking hillary while she's down he ain't even coming back to the senate as a democrat he's now flip-flop and he's going back to being an independent talking about we need to take identity out of liberalism listen all of the i i just want like someday there must be a reckoning of these fools for real for real yeah bernie's yeah bernie's a bundle a true 
because it's really been egregious and disgusting. And look, the persons, people to blame for Trump's presidency are all of the people that voted for him. I, there's no discussion about that. However, these people's behavior and their inability to take, um, true criticism and actual responsibility for their actions is just disgusting. It just shows their character on such a like basic level that I don't want anything to do with any of them. And I've been blocking them like fucking flies. Block, block, block. Yeah, Bernie's among the worst too, cause he just said everything that I said he was about. So right. I just been like, mm, I'm mm-hmm. a lot less. My mentions are the the mentions are so free these days. It's just so yeah. so wide open these days. It's almost mm-hmm. as if uh, I was right and nobody wants to show up and be like, my bad. But it's cool. It's cool. Where's he up front? Where he at? I'm looking. Can't yeah. find him anywhere. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. can't hey, find quiet. Anywhere, where, where, where's the I Marshall MLK? And even more than that, where are these Blue Live Matter folks? Mm. And these All Live Matter folks. We got crickets on that bullshit too. Yeah. Um. So Susan Sarandon, uh, so Raquel Willis had tweeted, "Never accept him. Never normalize him. Never forget his bigotry. Never forget how dangerous he is." She responded, "True, but reach out in dialogue to those who voted for him. We can we can't afford to blanket judgment of them. We need allies in that camp. Possible." And Kurt Eachwald responded at Susan Sarandon, you never answered me. Are you going to buy health insurance for the millions who will lose it because of your narcissistic purity? Come on. Um, by the way, I love that it's white people fighting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can grab your popcorn and watch the, watch the uh, mayonnaise fly. <laughs> <laughs> so Deborah Messer said, Jesus Christ. Now she wants to give racist, Islamophobic, homophobic, sexist, misogynist a chance for pure for Bernie. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> and yeah, pissed. She pissed. Mm-hmm. Susan res- uh, responded, I know Deborah cares about a lot and I hope she will care about hashtag no DAPL as well since Standing Rock needs her voice now more than ever. Just trying to change the subject. That's a classic deflection right there uh but yeah um uh, mm-hmm. i see i see uh, uh anyway white people beefing these actresses out here in these streets white people news yeah i'm for random white folks beefing yep um speaking of uh white people beefing on twitter alec baldwin was beefing with trump now i know who both of these are <laughs> there you go all right uh apparently you know he he was trump on saturday night live uh this saturday uh making a joke about trump winning and stuff and trump um apparently demanded equal time which is something that is a law for campaigns uh <laughs> and news publications oh that dude's well, the president equal time on saturday night live yeah you want his equal time and like what? he won does he understand that part of it like what do you need equal time for you're, you're gonna be the fucking president yes yeah, over guess- he says i watch at i watch parts of at nbc snl saturday night live last night it is totally one-sided by a show nothing funny at all equal time for us said donald trump uh uh ab foundation which i guess is alec baldwin's um abf foundation is his uh twitter he says equal time election is over there is no more equal time now you try to be prez and people respond that's pretty much it you know what I would do if I were prayers? I'd be focused on how to improve the lives of as many Americans as possible. 
i'd focus on improving our reputation abroad including actually fighting for freedom and not just oil and i would make appointments that encourage people not generate fear and doubt so uh i guess uh my man my man alec baldwin had time that day he was sitting Who on the yep then he went on a stroll with his kids because that's news too in white people's world of course yep went on a stroll with his uh 13 with his 32 year old wife hilaria and 17 month old son Raphael, walking down the street mm-hmm. there you guys go uh let's see any other white people news oh there's a new commercial where drake dances to uh taylor swift i was thinking about you when i saw that actually rob Mm-hmm. am i supposed like to care i haven't seen this hold on okay i'm trying to listen to leslie you cutting her off leslie what were you saying well, no, i was saying when i saw it i was like oh man rob would have been way better in this than drake would have is what i thought <laughs> yeah I, i'll tell you this much man drake has amazing comedic timing it's very underrated now nah, he does uh he was good in anchorman he was good on saturday night live um he was good on degrassi high don't sleep yeah so i don't you know i don't think i have the uh you know what it is you know what it is i i know why okay the disdain that i saw on him for on this for twitter was a combination of a people don't like taylor swift i mean that's well established black especially black women don't fuck with taylor swift you know she's like the fucking like if there was a avatar for just like completely um white people getting a pass she's she's the one you know what i mean uh and i don't even think oh go ahead replaced by amy schumer recently but it's a very new development yeah it's i mean like it's up there and i don't think she's even as bad as some of Mm -hmm. the white feminism tm people because she actually does help other women and shit but she ain't perfect Mm -hmm. and anytime they like anytime white people get like a new uh, white women get a new avatar person i think the rejection and the pushback comes from the fact that they do promote these people as perfect when they're fucking not and it always and it's always black people being like she's not no and then right. and then it's been them being like why are you hating on her just shake it off it's like okay when yeah. every time she fuck up i'm gonna be on her ass now you know as opposed to just like like it's like if we would have got introduced to amy schumer as oh yeah she's funny that would have been enough for people to be like cool all right she's funny when you produce her as the new face of feminism oh yeah she gotta go down dog yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. when when um taylor swift can come out and every one of her albums is about an ex that she's been with and very detailed and very dedicated to this person but anybody else write an album about their ex and all of a sudden people act like something wrong with them you like well this bitch made all her millions performing about her exes I, I don't care yeah i mean it's just the fact that i mean like that's that double standard yeah it's just a double standard right. yeah it's the fact that you would come for beyonce and say you didn't like something she did because her feminism ain't perfect but then you stand for taylor it's it's that i think that's one, part one of the problem part two is drake had got sexy yeah, yeah right drake had got sexy that grown man weight he, he had was, the beard he started fitting out a little bit he, he had the beard serena yeah so i saw people that that were like i never saw it for drake and then he put the beard on and shit and the little couple ways hit the gym and everybody was like you know it's something about that drake i don't know it's maybe maybe i was wrong you know it was a little bit of that so you got you got those two things competing right Mm -hmm. taylor swift did the video did the commercial where she was 
working out and she put on uh, uh drake and started hitting the treadmill harder and then fell off and that was like the joke or whatever mm-hmm. so you bring all that shit to a head and you got the rumors that he started dating taylor swift mm-hmm. so it was already some rumblings and then he put out this this music video i guess would you call him i mean uh, this commercial for uh the same thing as taylor swift except um he's working out matter of fact i think i can play it okay, let me see if i can I show you in the chat it. is it showing up in the chat not yet no sometimes it's kind of slow right. you might have to refresh that screen well you let me know let me know when you see it um but uh yeah so he he basically um okay yeah i see it all right cool let me go back he basically is working out all right so let me play this Oops, sorry, didn't mean to make that quiet. His homeboy leaves while he's working out. the same commercial in reverse basically oh that's cute right i thought it was cute as well um and i knew that white people would love it that's very cute and i don't Um, have no problem with that yeah you're talking about um drake's performances yeah he has very good uh comedy cues like he can actually do comedy really really well right but they do not love it as much as we hate it Um, ah okay (laughs) oh i didn't see nothing to hate here yeah i saw so much disappointment on my timeline oh i might dislike certain things like i might dislike certain things about taylor swift but you know if it's flames you know it's flames like she got people producing who make her good good songs and i don't have a problem with this i thought it was cute well at any rate not the the black people did not think it was cute Uh, (laughs) um not the people i follow they was like this is the worst thing that has ever happened why can't 2016 be over and shit like that like it was bad it was bad it was that serious yeah we almost the end it was a bit of like spillover like it was like and this too that's what i feel like it was more if it, if this had like let's say hillary had won right and then right. this came out i think it would have had a softer landing but mm. we already was like fuck all the white people y'all are the worst and now you're taking drake too motherfuckers it was like bad it was, it was bad. very much like in trump's america yeah, this is, you yeah. know like now now we got this yeah everything is to the 10th degree in trump's america anything right. like they blame obama i'm blaming everything on trump right um all right uh let's see is there anything else uh white people knew oh val kilmer has apologized um I mean, yeah, Val Kilmer says Michael Douglas has apologized after making a misinformed claim that the star had throat cancer. Oh, Val Kilmer. That's an actor. He's been around forever. Didn't he play Batman? He did play Batman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that man old. That is. He's 56. Uh, Michael Douglas is 72. Now, Michael Douglas is really old. Yeah. That that would be what that would mean. Um, 
any stories about Michael Douglas seriously since he told people he got throat cancer from um, oral sex? I was like, I just, I don't. Yeah, is, are him and Catherine Zeta Jones still together? Because that felt that should have been a deal breaker. Yeah, you would think so. That's did a, they break up? I don't even know because that's like a forgiving ass woman. If you told somebody eat my pussy, gave you throat cancer, uh, nigga, we are not together anymore. You know, like I guess that was your last thing you wanted to ever say to me. Uh, are they still married? Yo, what'd you say, Karen? They still married. Oh, they are. Okay. <laughs> the oral sex confession is what led to their they they split up and they got back together and the split came from that statement. So she was pissed, Rod. Mm, I don't blame her, dog. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, honey. You know, and you know they got money. Yeah, yeah. You tell me, my pussy get you throat cancer? I was like, well, buy another pussy. I'm out. Well, apparently, um, he fought tongue cancer six years ago. Uh, he pinned him a nice note saying, "Sorry for giving people the wrong impression about his health status." Uh, taking to Facebook on Tuesday night, the screen star wrote, Michael Douglas wrote me a nice note apologizing for suggesting to the press overseas that I wasn't doing too well and was grateful to hear I'm doing well. He's a classy guy. Uh, the actor went on to recall meaning Michael father, Michael's father, Kirk Douglas, who turns 100 on December 9th. Woo! They live forever, apparently. Uh-huh. That means we're gonna have many, many more decades of Emilio Estevez. Time to make that comeback, Emilio. Amen. Come on back. <laughs> For the first time on the set of Tombstone, in which he portrayed professional gambler Doc Holliday and Kirk played Deputy Sheriff Wyatt Earp, he added, One day I have to recount the story of when I met his father. He loved my performance in Tombstone so much, having played Doc himself in a mighty fine film. He was so animated about all the choices I was able to do. Some uh same as all the things he wanted to do but wasn't allowed to the dialect the coughing drunk all day every day he was amazing and the first time i met michael is a good story too oliver stone insisted i meet him knowing that what michael would say about oliver torturing him during wall street it was hilarious and oliver was relishing reliving michael's pain it all worked out and all was forgiven on oscar night i believe Earlier this month, Val wrote a 424-word Facebook post assisting Michael was misinformed after he claimed the actor had cancer. The actor said that the last time he spoke to Michael was two years ago. He was initially seeking a medical referral for a mysterious lump in his throat. Uh, Michael reportedly told the audience at an event in London days beforehand that Val, his co-star in 1996, The Ghost and The Darkness, uh, is re- dealing with exactly what I had. Pussy cancer? uh he added that things don't things don't look too good for the 56 year old best known for his role in top gun and as a singer in jim morris as jim morrison in the doors my prayers are with him that's why you haven't heard too much from val lately michael told talk show host jonathan ross however val dismissed his friend's statements earlier this month writing on facebook i love michael douglas but he is misinformed uh, last time I spoke to him was two years ago when I asked him for a referral to a specialist for a diagnosis for a lump in my throat, which prevented me from continuing a tour of my play, Citizen Twain. I ended up using a team at UCLA and have no cancer whatsoever. He continued, I still have a swollen tongue and I'm rehabbing steadily. I've made three films in the last year, one of which I directed and presenting as personal appearance, introducing it and then answering questions after. Come, come see me live and happy in person in Westwood next week if you think I'm fibbing. So there you guys go. So make sure you guys check out Cinema Twain. 
as it is a recording of the play that val kilmer is in uh all right karen's not gonna see it but the rest of you make sure you're there um let's do some sword ratcheting this guys and then we'll get out of here all right um uh there's my sword sound effect second fiddle in a samurai sword robbery got three years a medford man uh will spend three years in prison for playing second fiddle to a samurai sword wielding man during a robbery the two men pulled last month uh they stole cash from a man they perceived as a deadbeat dad ah so i guess they were collecting child support with sword point justin d chapman 31 was sentenced today guess the race white uh for second degree robbery at the sidestepping almost twice the sentence in a plea agreement of course because we don't take swords seriously Mm-mm. let's just get just give them half a sentence uh second degree robbery conviction carries a mandatory minimum of 70 months in prison oregon sentencing according to oregon sentencing laws sentencing laws but that law commonly called measure 11 allowed for a departure in the case because the victim was not hurt was not in fear of imminent physical injury and chapman has no serious past convictions that would have disqualified him from a lighter sentence what yep so they gave him a slap on the wrist um so there you guys go it's a shame help this man get back on the streets robbing people as an accessory to sword ratchetness mm-hmm. uh leslie thank you so mm-hmm. much for being on with us mm-hmm thanks for having me thanks for getting me into my little podcast group i appreciate it no problem what's the the next job man this week we'll be back uh we're recording wednesday so you'll either get it wednesday night or thursday morning we're back weekly i'm off tour thank god so i'm home for a good stretch of time which i'm excited about so it's gonna be good and um you guys can follow us at interracial john that's j-a-w-n you can go to itunes and stitcher and find us there or go to interracialjohn.com and I'm at Leslie Mac MAC and Marissa and I uh, watching the whole safety pin nonsense happen while we were in Jamaica. Um, put our heads together while we we're away and next week we are launching the safety pin box which will be a subscription service so be on the lookout for that. You guys can follow it at safety pin ah! box on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, so for all you guilty white folks we'll have a nice outlet for you and you'll get a monthly task to to complete and you can pay us money and make yourselves feel better so that is a great idea man i thought of that um the other day and was like uh i I mean as a joke i'm not gonna do it but um i was like someone need to get in this get these dollars and leave it to enterprising young black women man out here making this money i I don't blame you i hope you blow up Mm -hmm. man just get all the safety pins but dazzled and everything for these folks <laughs> yeah, be dazzled be you take your kids birthstones and all sorts of- <laughs> get one for the doll we don't care <laughs> all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with more of whatever this was today <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh until then uh get bevel.com slash tvgwt i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.